This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Pit Pass Radio, America's weekly motorcycle talk show. I got me a date with some of the motocrosses up around the way. Your source for weekly updates on what's happening in the world of motorcycle racing. You know how fast you're going? Industry news, trends, the people involved. I'm Ricky Carmichael. This is Kevin Schwartz. This is Josh Timoth. This is Kelly Smith. This is Travis Latron. This is Jeremy McGrath. And now, Pit Pass Radio. Hello again, everybody. It is Pit Pass Motor Racing Weekly, part of the Evergreen Podcast System. Lots of great programs for you to check out. Of course, it's, uh, it's what we look at as lifestyle programming, including our program, the number one program on the Evergreen System, and we thank you for making it so. In studio, we have some special guests. Before we get there, let's list out our producers, Jack and Leanne DeLeon, the exciting racing couple that have been racing together now for a little over 12 years, enjoying a great deal of success. So I want to welcome Jack and Leanne DeLeon back into the studio producing our program. Chris Bishop and Tommy Boy Halverson are contributing as they always do, and we appreciate that, guys. Uh, PJ Duran has the uh, program off, stepping into that valuable seat is our one and only buddy tony tice from van wall uh it was a year and five months ago we had a little bit of a get off with a deer and i told him i said perhaps you're riding the wrong thing you should have been riding the deer uh, he he died <laughs> tell us the story while we're we're on that it was pretty pretty gnarly yeah oh no i i don't even remember it <laughs> you were laying in the gravel <laughs> that's all about all i Legs really truly remember Bleeding. split a deer in half on what bike FJ Tenere. A t- a Yamaha Tenere, okay. So which is a tour a, an adventure touring bike. Yeah. It was nighttime. It was nighttime. You were going how fast? About thirty eight miles an hour. I was gonna ask thirty five. Yeah. Thirty eight miles an hour and it obliterates a deer. How could it be that bad? You Why know, was it so bad? It hit me and took just wiped the front wheel right out from underneath me. Oh man. And it, all I remember Your is, bike was totaled, right? Yeah, it, it just wadded it. Really? Mm. Yeah, it flopped it side to side a couple times, and I was I was uh, really pleased to see you roll in with your red, white, and blue helmet on it, on two wheels, and uh, and I know tonight may be your first night to drive home in the dark. Yeah, so I'm a little. We're gonna we're serious? gonna release you. Yeah, is I'm it really? not ridden at night yet, so I'm we're kind gonna of release anxious. you early so you don't have to. Uh, to to be too. I mean, there's got to be a little premonition in your mind. Well, there's of, I, I'm a little. I rode home after the Iowa uh, Tech State Finals in uh, Perry. I judged those, and I went home, and it was I had to go down that same road oh. at night on the bike, and I wasn't thrilled. There's Bambi saying, "What'd you do to my daddy?" Well, the two things, <laughs> yeah. Well, mommy, okay, mommy. you killed my mom. I'm sorry, but it was uh, it just wasn't an easy feeling. At all. You look good, though. I got to tell you, you know, you and I are on the phone once a week, twice a month, easy. But uh, you know, I'm always there in your corner, and you've you've done recovery right. And I know your docs are happy, Holly's happy, everybody's happy except you. I mean, yeah, you want to be better all done. You no, wanna be- I want to be better all done. I mm-hmm. just. 
pain. I got to get it over all this pain, and then I'll be good. So Tice uh, will take uh, PJ Duran's uh, spot. Tony Wake, of course, in the studio. We got a lot to talk about over the next uh, couple hours with Tony. Big weekend coming up with the Justin Brayton shootout. I want to thank Eddie Kulenkamp. I'm Scott Casper. Uh, in studio also from Sioux Falls, uh, the promoter and uh, uh, part of the effort that is Midwest Supercross is in the studio, and that's Dustin Peterson. Dustin, how are you? Go ahead and punch that microphone up, Jack, would you? Okay. Um, so you're doing okay? Yeah, I'm doing all right. Tony said you just showed up at his track looking for food. I did. And, uh, I did. Fat kids got to eat. That's so common, though, isn't it, Tony? People just show up looking for mac and cheese or whatever. Yeah, I was on my computer doing something at the track, and, and I I have, you know, I just moved my laptop either in town to my shop or at the track, depending on what I have going on that week. And, and so I was at the track working, and I saw a car, and it's it's not unusual. The gates are open when I'm there, so it's not unusual for a car to creep in there and just just you know just kind of check, check it, it out, out or whatever. And sure. they were out of town plates, and and then nine one one. He stopped, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm gonna have to answer a bunch of dumb questions. And it actually was pretty cool meeting him because we've uh, we we know a lot of the same people and and probably have raced with each other over the years. We're the same age, and he he's a fellow. I hate the word, but promoter. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, well, I don't, I don't like being called. Word. A, yeah, it's. I don't want to be a promoter. What are you? A loser. I don't know. <laughs> racer. Racer. <laughs> Extraordinary. Yeah, like, yeah, but anyway, it was fun meeting him, and I even uh, hooked him up with a Brayton jersey, and uh, his kid's named after Brayton, right? Yeah, we got a uh, we got a little boy. What's his name? Brayton. Oh, <laughs> he. Uh, well, I would have gone with Justin, but I mean. Yeah. No, we. Uh, you know, it was crazy. I've. I grew up, you know, racing in these neck of the woods, I guess. And, yeah. and the name Brayton always kind of rang a bell. We have a daughter by the name of Payson who is older. And we said, you know, if we we're ever going to have a son, we'd name him Brayton. That's and a cool name, though. We got a framed uh, Brayton jersey on the wall that says to Brayton from Justin Brayton. So my hat's off to him. That was very cool of him. He's a neat guy. He's a great guy. Great, great guy. family, man. Yep. Yep. I so. didn't see it coming. I got to tell you, uh, when I knew he was getting married, yeah, I just didn't see him becoming a great dad and a great husband. But my goodness sakes, has he settled in? Well, us Midwesterners are. I like kind to of think people. we have different values. I really do. Tony, right. maybe. Maybe not so much me. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, on the program this day, uh, we're scheduled to have uh, Matt Bite and Damon Bradshaw for. Uh, um, uh, the powers that be are not making it possible for him to join us on the program. He'll still be at the at the uh, Brayton Shootout this weekend, so you're going to make plans to come down and visit him, check him out. Um, Denny Stevenson is going to be on the show, Chad Pedersen, and uh, we're also scheduled to have Cody Gilmore. Gilmore just texted me. He said, Jack, give him a call. He's ready to go. So We're good. We got a big race this weekend, but uh, before it slips away, I want to, I want to talk about the Supercross that was in Hawaii. Hawaii. And Brayton invited me because we have our race the very next weekend. I didn't think it was feasible that, and it's Hawaii. So it's a bit of a swing. But uh, so this is kind of funny because we had just assumed Justin Brayton would go over there and stomp everybody. Right. Ryan Sipes straight up beat the guy. He did 1 1 1, and Brayton went 3 2 2. I talked to. I, I just text back and forth with Justin, but uh, I talked to his mechanic, Brent Duffy, and he said that Sipe straight up, he he got pushed way out. Brayton did in the first turn on the on the first moto and had to had to uh, work his way back up to third. But in the next two races, 
Sipes ran him down and beat him straight up. So that's um, Ryan's. A, Ryan's tough and he's a bit magical. Yeah, I know. He's got so much different stuff going on with mm-hmm. his flat track and his off road. And man, it's cool though. I mean, it's. I guess it wasn't a very super cross. It was the least super cross of all those races that they've done. And um, they they said a two, he was on a two fifty F, and they said it the track kind of suited a two fifty F. But I don't I don't put an asterisk next next in any win. I think. Sipes won all three motos. It wasn't a fluke. It was. I'm pretty stoked. He was for consistent. The, I like Sipes. I'm, we're buddies. I'm pretty stoked for him. So he's asked me to tell you to stop calling. So well, much. no, he told me to. Yeah, but that doesn't mean we're not good friends. <laughs> so I'm not. I ain't sweating it. Wow. Gilmore's on the phone. Uh, before we get there, uh, silly season. We'll bring Gilmore up. Maybe he'd like to comment on that as well. Let's welcome uh, Cody Gilmore. Cody, how are you? Good. How are you guys doing? Good, man. Just uh, before we get into you. Uh, in particular, uh, it is silly season, top-down economics, right? Um, Marvin Muskin, some people are saying he's out at uh, at Red Bull KTM. Cooper Webb's in. Uh, and, and then, of course, you got Roxon announcing just last week that he's got a new three-year deal with Honda. So that one seems to be, uh, you know, fairly solid. But uh, And Eli Tomac is the other one that signed a new deal with Monster Energy Kawasaki. Any surprises there from the inside of the track as you are? Uh, not really. Uh, pretty much. I mean, Webb was a surprise to me, and Supercross for sure. I think he was pretty much everyone. But uh, the rest of them, it's pretty on par for kind of what you'd expect. I think uh, Tomac. Outdoors, I mean, I would probably say Tomac uh, is a favorite for sure. But uh, but you never know. Everybody crazy, and so anything can happen. But it's hard to root it. it's hard to bet against Tomac, anyways, with his record in the last few years in outdoors for sure. My opinion. Do you think Tomac need, this is my opinion. I think Tomac needs a new some new scenery. I think that it needs something different. There's no way there's something what is going on when the guy he could be the fastest guy out there by several seconds a lap. And then and then the next day not. What is going on? What is what is the deal there? Man, that beats me. I think uh if anyone knew, it'd be uh They'd be getting paid and getting paid to figure it out because I'm, I'm sure uh, I know everyone wonders the same question. I'm sure he really does. So <laughs> who knows, man? I don't know what, what the deal is. It's uh, I think it's all about feeling comfortable on a bike. So if he's uh, feeling comfortable one day, then he's probably on it. If he's not, then uh, you know you kind of got all you got. You know. What about Savachi uh, and and Cincerillo? I mean Savachi. Has got what uh, a one-year deal with Kawasaki, but then you've got Adam, um, you know, on, on a Honda Super team. But do do we expect anything out of uh, either one of those guys? Do we see any movement? Is there any talk about that in the pits? Uh, yeah, I've heard there's talk. I mean, I've heard everything from Centurilla to uh, Honda to uh, him going to Kawasaki. I think it's all up in the air. Hmm. I've heard whatever he's doing is done. But uh, I haven't really – that's just based off hearsay. So I don't really have any inside lines on any of that stuff on, okay. uh, for uh, for what them guys are doing next year. But I think it would be hard to get rid of Sabachi after how he's done in Supercross. It would be a tough one to let go. What a year to raise your stock. My goodness sake, Sabachi was just all over it. Yeah, yeah. That's that, that, that was probably the most surprising for me. Yeah, me too. Uh, him and Webb for sure. But, I mean uh, – Webb, you know, he's kind of expected to make that jump when he went to Red Bull KTM. So once uh, 
Savace, I think, was a surprise for sure. I mean, I was wondering how in the heck he even got that ride and coming <laughs> up pretty fast, you know? <laughs> just one. They were looking for just one. That's his gear yeah, deal, right? Uh, he, he, he did it, that's for sure. So, Cody, we got a, we got a pretty good weekend lined up for us. Um, from your perspective, though, talk about it. It's it's pretty – there's some real star power, power that's going to be down in Winterset this Saturday and Sunday. And, oh, you're and, talking about the Justin Brayton shootout. Yeah, and the best in the Midwest, which Cody runs. And I, I'd, I'd like you to talk about that series, Cody, because you've had some success with it, and we're glad to be a part of it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we uh, – me and a partner started that up about four years ago now. It pretty much just came to me asking if I'd be interested in helping them do a race with my name on it, so to speak, and we kind of just jumped put heads together, and pretty soon we had a full series around the Midwest. So, uh, yeah, it just kind of grew from there. Uh, Motosport.com jumped on with us the first year, and they've stuck with us every year. So without them, we literally wouldn't be able to do it. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it's just cool. It's just we tried doing some stuff different to, to bring in riders and to make them have fun again and uh, kind of travel the Midwest opposed to just staying in one state, one local state. So, yeah, man, it's been cool. We're looking forward to this weekend. It's going to be going to be a good turnout, I think. It's going to uh, all the old school guys coming. You know, it's all our heroes. And uh to be in there. You know, it's going to be cool. Making so. racing great again. It's, it's, uh, it's kind of like the uh, – Is that what it is? Yeah, it's just like Trump. So, man, yeah, Stupid. if we can do that, that's that, uh, that's be awesome because it's struggling here and there, that's for sure. You know, we had Trump scheduled to be at the track when he was on the campaign right. trail, and I prematurely rained out. I it, the place was flooded, it was the year I had just bought the uh, the racetrack, and I didn't realize how I didn't remember, I guess, how quickly the place drains out, so it was completely flooded. The campaign people called me, and it was a joke that we got, we were going to get Trump on there. I just contacted my buddy said, you got to get Trump. That ought to get all the haters, all the fans, all, everybody, everybody going to pay if you're a hater. That's right? what I said. I go, do you think they'd pay to protest? And he said, I do. And I go, I want them all in there. So they, they were on their way down and they called me and they're like, Hey, uh, are you, are you, uh, you still good? We still on. And I go, I just rained out. And dude, we could have totally pulled it off. And that's, you know, we got weather coming this weekend. We know it. We've got, you know, I'll have one, two, three, four skid loaders there. My 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 dozer, you know, I mean, four wheel drive tractor. We're we're set up for rain as as good as we can be, and and you know, I, it's a bummer because I get so many text messages and Facebook messages, and I kind of troll the the Facebook and the Instagram and to see what people are saying, and they're they're already on Tuesday, they're saying, hey, you know, maybe predicted weather. Yeah, everybody's a meteorologist, and uh, actually, the fly rep that's that's there, Jason Hightrader, his sister is Jerry Ann Ritter. Okay, and he he and I were talking, and he's like, they don't know anything, and you know, and he's laughing because it's his sister, and he gets in trouble for saying that. But you know, you just don't know. We've that's had a guessing game. We had we had monsoon last year at, during the Justin Brayton shootout on Saturday, I and remember it, that. it was great. It turned out awesome. Brayton even um, came to me, and he was like, "Oh no!" And I just laughed. I go we're good it'll be it'll be epic tomorrow and it was it was really good he won by yeah the way. it was awesome i mean when people ask me i tell them if it if it, it's not winter set unless it does rain i mean you have to expect it i mean uh tony you get you get dealt with hard hands i think <laughs> uh 
I mean, pretty much it's going to rain. But, like, I tell everyone, I'm like, you know how much practice he has with rain events? He always makes them good. Dude. You know, they're better. They're When it rains, it's better than it, it's going to be. You know what I mean? You always turn it around. So, if there's any track that I'd be nervous about, it's not yours. That's for sure. Oh, I thought but you were going to call somebody coming, out there so. for a minute. <laughs> no, no. So, I think uh, you got some experience there. I mean, well, uh, we'll see what happens, but I'm, I'm not worried about it. For our series, I like to run in a little bit of mud anyways here and there. So, I mean, but I'd say we make it happen if we can, that's for sure. Cody Gilmore is our guest, owner of the Best of the Midwest Series, which comes to Riverside Raceway, my track, in Winterset this weekend. Saturday, we have practice on uh, both tracks. We have a what they call the Gray Hair Reunion, which is a, a, a get-together for all the older fellas, my age and older, that are from Iowa, and, and that is some star power from, like, the 80s. It's it's a little before my time. I'm kind of at the tail end of it, but I'm lucky enough to have it at my track. And then on Saturday, we have a free dinner. Everybody's welcome to join us. We'll have a big tent, and uh, we're, we're going to have a, a dinner, and we're going to have Justin Brayton there, Damon Bradshaw, Cody Gilmore, Denny Stevenson, Chad Pedersen, and then Matt Byton. And Matt's going to be He's there. He's going to jump. How cool is this? And, and this whole thing, I was talking to Dustin earlier, this whole thing kind of happened organically. It was like, Denny's coming. So if, if I can get, I knew if I could get Denny to come, he stirs the pot. And I knew that would that would bring more. You know what I mean? It's it's uh, it's really cool. And, and Biden, some people were asking me, is he going to flip? Of course he's going to flip. And in fact, he's probably <laughs> going to flip over our tent that we're having dinner in and i'm serious about this and we probably need bob price to to jump that ramp too that would be awesome i think bob's coming too i mean the whole crew comes i mean if a few people come the whole crew comes b10 actually asked us we're all in a group message and he asked about coming to race and uh he wanted to come race he knew we're all going he's like man it's only you know i don't know eight hours from he's living in dallas now and uh they're like, well, heck, why don't you bring your ramps and jump? He's like, well, get me paid. Yep. And he went to work and tried uh, making some stuff happen, and looks like it all turned out, you know, so it'll be cool to have that Matt there jump doing freestyle Saturday, and uh, you bet he's going to be racing Sunday, too, so it'll be cool. What about you? You going to do the shootout? No, no, I haven't rode since, heck, I don't even know. Cody. What does that I matter? Haven't, I haven't. I don't know. I mean, heck, I I mean, there's a possibility Bob Price is asking if I wanted to ride his bike. So maybe if I ride Bob Price's bike, I will. But boy, all of a sudden, it changed. It's right? an eighty-six. The only, way I'm, the only way I'm riding a dirt bike this weekend if it's if it's on Bob Price. <laughs> what about my what about my uh, '97 CR500 that I just had Race Tech go through and make it sweet? Ooh, that might be kind of fun too. Huh? Uh, maybe I'll bring some gear. We'll see. What okay. What about my XR75? Bike and it's pretty fun. So. Are, are you in on my XR75? I, I don't know about that. You might get hurt on that. I want a little bit of suspension. <laughs> that has a little bit of suspension. <laughs> so Bob Price, it's an 86 or 7 YZ125, right? Yeah, it's an 86, yeah. Yeah, nobody wants to ride that but Cody Gilmore and Bob Price. Yeah, <laughs> you want to ride the 500. I only rode it one other time, and it was when Matt Bite was in town, and we all went out and rode at Abbott here in Lincoln, Nebraska. And before you know it, Matt's doing – bar hops and heel clickers and drops <laughs> on it and everything bob was i've never seen bob so happy he didn't know his bike could fly that high first of all is what he was saying and then second he didn't know it could have tricks done on it he was one pump dude that was for sure he uh 
so Matt was talking and he's like, we want to, we want to push the ramps to like they're, they're almost touching and then have Bob jump the ramp. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm still not comfortable with that scenario. I'm afraid they got <laughs> right off the side. Still for sure. Yeah. He could jump off the side and end up in my tent or who, who knows what. <laughs> I would worry about him landing rear wheel first right on the top and then just full loop out <laughs> yeah i don't know i could i mean heck that could be some good entertaining after a few beers anyway oh man it's gonna be good so. sundays is part of your series is what is it round two uh yeah this will be round two we had our first one right out so yep so weekend sunday so round two will be on is on Sunday with the best Midwest. Also, we have an AM, it's an AMA Pro Am. So we've got uh, last year at Nico Easy there. We had there was a bunch of people that showed up and it was it was pretty neat. And then uh, and then at halftime, the Justin Brayton shootout is is a buddy race, and we everybody that wants to, they're either you're either an A rider or a non A rider, and it's got to be big bikes. And so um, we we put everybody's in all the A riders in a hat and in a bucket, and then all the bc riders in a hat in a bucket and then we pair them up we draw on the line so you don't know who your partner is going to be and it's it's pretty entertaining and uh last year brayton got hooked up with isaiah clark which is a ringer i mean that kid's so fast and a fort dodge kid of course so they won it the year before uh it was somebody else but um that's actually a lot of fun and then everybody that signs up cody for um the race on sunday Every every class you sign up for, you get your name in a drawing, and then we'll probably do it at halftime too. We're going to draw for a, a Storm Lake Honda CRF one ten. So oh, that's going to be awesome. Yeah, so that'll be fun, and, and I, I hope it's somebody, some poor kid or something that wins it. You know what I mean? Somebody that really, somebody that'll make a million laps on our new pit bike track down there. It'll are be you, so much fun. Are you excited, Cody, at all about the opportunity yeah. to be to be? Um, we're going to do a combined uh, combined podcast with uh, uh, Denny Stevenson's uh, Absurd After Party podcast. So it'll yeah. be it'll be like four of us on stage: myself, Denny, uh, Dan, I think, and then Justin. Okay, and Damon. Well, no, we're going to invite special guests up, and they'll oh, take see. part in the show throughout the two hours. But uh, what are your thoughts on that? Because I'm always the kind and generous one, and then there's Denny. Yeah, that'll be cool. I mean, uh, I think uh, you might learn a thing or two, and I'm sure he'll learn a thing or two from you, but uh, I guess maybe just uh, be on the edge for that day, I'm guessing, a little bit. It's going to be fun. Uh, I think Denny will keep it pretty mellow uh, in a family <laughs> environment. For sure. I sure so, hope so. It is called Absurd After Party, but at the, <laughs> at the same time, I think he'll uh, make it happen. Uh, yeah. No beer be allowed. Pretty, be pretty mellow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... We'll have fun, though. Should be good. Cody, give them a website where they can find out more about you and uh, your race and what uh, else you've got going on. Where can they find you? Yeah, yeah. our series is called uh, website bestofmidwestmx.com. Okay. Uh, you can find all of our info for uh, the whole series on that. Otherwise, Tony's website for this weekend should have all the info for the weekend or our Facebook and Instagram channels. We post all quite a bit on that stuff, too. So anywhere there, Best of Midwest MX, though. Have have you ever raced up at the uh, Midwest Supercross, uh, Dustin Peterson's effort up there in Sioux Falls? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, when I raced, it isn't Brookings. But, uh, right. But, yeah. Yeah, I've been up there a few times for sure. Isn't it isn't it great when you have a guy that cares that much to put on a good show? Uh, he's not he going to make a great show. Yeah, it's awesome up there. It's, every year it's freezing cold, but he makes stuff happen. And 
Yeah, that, that's a fun event for sure. We, Whenever I was in town and racing a lot, I hit that every year I could for sure. Dustin, was he a good guest, Cody Gilmore? You know, I think I wrote Cody a couple checks throughout the days. Every time he's been up there, I'm pretty to sure keep, we've read. keep his mouth shut? Or? Well, you know, <laughs> his riding did the well, talking, man. Dustin's in studio. He uh, showed oh, up wow. at the track. He he was looking for you, but yep. no, he uh, he showed up at the track today. He's, he was in town for work, and I said, hey, he was staying overnight, so I said, come on in. Let's do the show. So here he is. <laughs> oh, cool. What up, dude? Hey, I yeah, know, buddy. That was always a fun fun uh, event for sure. It is. It is. And, I'm, you know, I was telling these guys before we uh, before we started this that you were probably one of the guys that uh, when anybody showed up, if they saw your bike rolling, it was like, well, all right, I guess we're going for second through whatever else, you know, for taking 12. It was, uh, it, it was the Gilmore train, so... Yeah, a few years there we had Haji though. We had some good battles, which was fun. So uh God, I forgot about Haji. Uh, yeah, yeah. Haji was always in there to throw in some mix. So yeah, that but yeah, well, there was always a good time up there. Well, you've always been one of the uh, guys that I pull for each and every time when you're on the track. Uh now that it's been what, a couple years anyway, right? Yeah, it's been a few years since I've raced. Uh, Are you still in race shape? Few, few, few seasons. I wouldn't say so, no. Cody was uh, never in race shape. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I could probably get there pretty fast. Yeah, you could. Two bowls of cereal and uh, mac and cheese. And we'll be good. I mean, that's about all I did anyway. So Cody, we'll be good. Cody's program I was... I any pounds or anything, if you're asking. That's for sure. Your program was a lot like it was for the other for the guys that raced in the... Like, like the... Uh, Danny Stevenson, Chad Pedersen, your program was a lot like theirs when they were in arena cross, and it worked. Well, yeah, and my, my training program came from Denny's. So that's, uh, <laughs> that's how we. That's how Do you we want to admit there, that publicly, you know? or? It's, no, I mean, yeah, it's, definitely. It's, I think it was well known. It was well known. Oh, it was so much fun, and everybody <laughs> loved you for it. And hey, you know, speaking of Haji, he should come up this weekend. It's oh the, yeah. It, I don't know what it takes to get him up here, but. If anybody's got pull, Cody Gilmore does. Cody, make the call, will you? I'm gonna have to head him up. I. Uh, I think I I uh, ran into him in Houston this year, Supercross, and I didn't get a chance. I think we just was, I don't I don't know. We walked by each other, but I, I actually lived with Haji in California for a few months uh, a few years back when he was living out there. He's an awesome dude. Uh, How much a month did he charge you? Def- uh, he was it was free, man. He hooked it up. Hmm. Not this ever. He could ride up with Biting. He, he could. could. He yeah, could. that's a good idea. Make that's the call, idea, Cody. Man. Make the call. We'll we'll, uh, we'll we'll try getting a hold of old Haji. I don't know what he's been up to lately. Hmm. You know, I th- I think he's even riding a two stroke these days. He's got a five hundred. Yeah, so it'd be yeah, so good. Five hundred, so good. That would be cool. Could you imagine that Tony, cool. Bob Price, and Haji going at it on two strokes? <laughs> Man, that could that could be a. Uh, I'm down. And uh, as long as Bob gets a little bit of a head start and uh, <laughs> like a lap, maybe maybe one lap, a whole lap. And it, and if there ain't too many fans on the side to the track that he's stopping and waving at. And, uh, <laughs> He signs autographs while he's racing, which I found rather. He unique. actually has done that. Yes, he's done that. He'll uh, stop take and take a tear off. Stop and wave to people. He'll. Uh, he he used to take a bottle of water on his handlebars. I'd say, "What the heck you doing?" He'd say, "Well, just in case I get tired, I can stop and get a drink." <laughs> wow. <Well, laughs> 
Yeah, so... Meanwhile, he's getting lapped again. All right, bud, we're up against the clock. Cody, it's always good to talk to you. We're looking forward to seeing you this weekend in Winterset, Iowa at Riverside Raceway. I'll be there to uh, help conduct the uh, the special activities, the radio program, and uh, the live presentation as we interview Justin and company. Hopefully, you'll join us on stage as well, Cody, but it would be great to see you. Awesome. Yeah, we'll see you guys this weekend. The Gilmore Faithful will be coming out. You know they will. Quick time out on the uh, Evergreen Podcast System program that is called Pit Pass. So do me a favor. Stand by. Stay tuned. We'll be back after this. Chris Ulrich, you're listening to the Pit Pass Radio. Hey, everybody. It's Scott Casper from Pit Pass Radio. V-Rubber offers a whole range of performance motocross and off-road tires, starting with the VRM229 for hard pack supercross settings and the VRM300. It's designed for intermediate soil conditions. The most popular tire is the VRM140. It's designed for soft to intermediate environments. All knob tires are available in the most popular motocross and off-road sizes as well. The VRM308R Trials is the perfect choice for real technical conditions, and it's now available in a new four-stroke model for racing or recreation riding big four-stroke. Strokes. The newest addition is the V-Line Dual VRM340, a heavy-duty off-road tire that is DOT-approved. Most of the tires are available in the new slow-rebound tacky compound for extremely technical environments. It's V-Rubber and the tacky tires, the choice of Sherco off-road. Racers say when using a tacky, it's almost like cheating. It's V-Rubber. Hey, Moto fans, we do our best to keep you in touch with what we're doing through our website, iHeartRadio, Facebook, Twitter, and more. Well, now you can listen to Pit Pass Radio on your handheld device anytime with the all-new Pit Pass app for Android or iPhones. Go to your app store now and download the new app, Pit Pass, at no charge. Yes, we have an app for that. It's the all-new Pit Pass app. Get it today. America's Motor Racing Talk Show, Pit Pass Motor Racing Weekly, comes your way each Sunday morning from 8 to 10, right here on Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO. Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO. Passionate about riding motorcycles off-road and on? Well, visit Hickam Power Sports in Grimes, Iowa, and see the full line of 2017 Yamaha Dual Sports. From the simple-to-ride electric start TW200 to the nimble, lightweight XT250 to the racing-derived performance of the WR250R, Yamaha has your ride. Visit Hicklin Power Sports in Grimes, Iowa today. Yamaha, the first name in dual sports. Hicklin Power Sports in Grimes. Dress properly for your ride with a helmet, eye protection, long sleeves, long pants, gloves, and boots. Don't drink and ride. It's illegal and dangerous. Don't wait another minute for that new dream home you've always wanted. I'm Tony Wink for Jack Daly on Construction. For 66 years, the DeLeon family has been building custom homes, existing home remodeling, and adding on for customers across central Iowa. The DeLeons will offer you one-on-one attention that the big builders simply can't. They'll walk you through the process so you'll get the home that you want. Jack works well with your plans or can show you from his library of over 1,200 house plans. He'll make your dreams a reality. Call the DeLeons at 515-321-5225. Tell them you heard about them on Pit Pass Radio and receive 5% off the price. Jack DeLeon Construction, serving Iowa since 1946. Hey, this is Jeff Aaron, 10-time trials champion, Duro Cross Racer. You're listening to Pit Pass Radio. Well, welcome back to the program. One of the things we are blessed with uh, in our business anyway, and we've been on the air for, how long has it been, Tony? 16, 17 years, something like that? 
Oh three. Oh three. And I'm 16. not good with math. Maybe sixteen, 16. coming okay. up uh, July. I think it was. I know it was. It was summer. I lived in those crappy apartments in West Des Moines, and all we did that year was ride dirt bikes like all day long. And it was awful. We poached so many awesome places that year, <laughs> and um, that was a year that I crashed at a regional qualifier in Illinois and. Nearly Whoa. didn't make it out of that one. That's my mom was mad. <laughs> yeah, and I was an adult. She, she called me and she said, "Will you talk with Tony?" Yes, I will. Mm-hmm. Tony's mom. Anyway, um, and so not a lot I can do with him either. So what I'm talking about is that we're lucky to have great friends like Dustin Peterson stopping in out of Sioux Falls, Tony Tyson from from the Greater Perry area in Van Wall, uh, but also another former co-host of this very program somebody i announced uh, in his younger years he was super fast highly respected well loved by the fans and racers alike and that's chad Pedersen. he joins us now he's going to be at the justin brayton shootout this weekend and uh, justin uh, excuse me chad how are you i'm doing good how about yourself well we wish we were justin right now because he's in hawaii all right he's back oh is uh, he back already yeah he yeah, got back that's a, a neat place to go. Mm. What are you on, an airplane, Chad? <laughs> no, I'm in my car. Sounds really good. Do you have it on speaker? Does it? No. It doesn't sound no. good. It doesn't? No. Hold on. Okay. Okay. So Chad Pedersen is... is how, about, how about now? Much better. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah, much so, better. So Chad Pedersen is a Fort Dodge native, and uh, I mean, he's got... Do you have a wiki page? I think you do. Okay. A wiki page. He doesn't know wiki. I'm going to look it up. Hey, well, I, don't even, I don't even know what that is. Okay. Computer. Well, Computer. Uh, Pedersen is is one of the all-time greats out of Iowa, and no surprise he's from the Fort Dodge area because apparently that's where all the fast kids, Gavin Faith. Cody was from Spencer, but that's pretty close to to Fort Dodge. Justin Brayton, of course, Chad Pedersen. Um, yeah, Cody's still in the Golden Circle. He's still in the Golden Circle. Ted, oh yeah, of course, Teddy Mayer. Wow. Um, yeah, so it's uh, it's it's quite a deal that uh, that we're everything kind of comes full circle, and, and you're coming down this weekend. Talk about that. That uh, you're going to be hanging out with Denny again, who you've spent a lot of years in Arena Cross and That's Supercross fun. with, and uh, Bradshaw is going to be there. Gilmore, Matt Byton is coming now to do some flips. It's going to be fun. Some flips. Yeah, he's going to put the ramps up, and they say he's going to jump over the tent. Uh, and you've seen the tent. I mean, he's going to jump over that. What are your oh, thoughts? Yeah, that that's going to be uh, that'll be interesting. Robbie Knievel is scheduled to join us as well. Uh, Robbie probably won't be leaving the ground though. <laughs> you know, Robbie. Will, will be planted. You know, Robbie's uh, grandparents are from Perry, Iowa. Well, I think uh, like. The, the guy that does all his pirate stuff, I think he's a Fort Dodge native, too. Isn't that crazy? It's yeah. just amazing what a prison, a good prison population will do as far as attracting <laughs> residents. <laughs> I mean, there's guaranteed work there, right? If you screw up on the lawn, you can go in and work the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> Chad, you been riding at all? Uh, no. That's not true. I, I saw you on my that. track riding. <laughs> That's the only time I've ridden. That's called practice. It's, been, it's only been three weeks. <laughs> Four, yeah, it's, 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 it's been a while. How quick it was Easter weekend. But that's okay. That's all right. 
So you're doing that? You're gonna do what class is you racing on Sunday? Well, it depends on what bike you got me. <laughs> I haven't. Rut <laughs> row. Well, I got a 250F that you currently have in your position. Does it still run? Yeah. So you want a 450 for the weekend? That would be good. How do you keep track of all the bikes you loan out to everybody? I have two in my garage. Well, that that five hundred that he uh, left me last was uh, two years ago. That was really a bike. Dude, that thing was. We put new cable, new new clutch cable, new throttle cable, new suspension, new brake pads. That thing's gonna be dialed for the weekend. And I think Brayton wants it, so you're out. You're gonna have to suffer through a new four fifty or something. No, that'd be terrible. <laughs> so that'd be a terrible, terrible. Way to ride. Did you do the 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 Brayton shootout last year? No, I did not. Okay. So the Brayton shootout is it's a buddy race. I explained this when Cody was on right earlier earlier in the show, but it's a buddy race where um, everybody draws down on the line. Everybody that wants to race, we put all the A riders in in a bucket and all the other guys in a bucket. So we'll draw one A rider. It could be Chad Pedersen or whoever it is, and then they'll draw from the other and then th- that's your partner and you know, you wear a scrunchie right uh, a wristband yeah. thing and uh you choose you decide whoever's going to hole shot and then once they've gone past the first turn everybody moves their bike out and they back it up to the first turn and then from there they uh you have to find your partner when you come around you pull in you switch the scrunchie or whatever your, your wristband and then the next guy takes off and i think it's like i don't remember what we do but it's like I think it's 10 laps, the race or something, or maybe it's 20 laps or something. It's a pretty long time, and uh, it's fun, and it's an absolute nightmare to score. Uh, <laughs> and I have a new score crew this weekend, so that'll be super fun. Um, yeah, that'll be awesome. Yeah, it will be good. For you. Uh-huh, and for them. So, uh, Chad, talk about uh, maybe the show that they're going to do I don't know if you're familiar with it, but what they're going to do. But but uh, Debo's got a – Denny Stevenson has a show this that he does. It's called Absurd After Party, and it's pretty good. I've, I've only watched the one where Cog was on, but it was really good. I actually put it in my headphones, and I, I listened to it while I was in my skid loader one morning. But it's going to be kind of a co-branded show with him and, and Pit Pass. And um, Scott and he will, will, will host it at the dinner Saturday night and then they're going to ask you to come up and they're going to ask um, Damon Bradshaw to come up and, and it'll be a Cody Gilmore and it'll be a two hour show that we can sit and eat and watch. And uh, so I'm, my question to you is we want to surprise Denny with some sort of thing that that's okay. Let me back up something that's family friendly that we can talk about. <laughs> so that may limit it quite a lot with Denny, but something that we can surprise him with, something that you remember that maybe we wouldn't remember, and you don't have to answer the next 30 seconds, but we got to come up with something that kind of puts Denny on his heels because he is the most fun. I think he should be announcing any any pro race. It would be so much fun to, to listen to him announce a pro race. I think he would be as good as any, and he did do that for a while. He was he was good. He was very very good. He talked so fast. He'd yeah. get really excited. But um, so anyway, that, that's the thing that I'm that I'm going to ask you to to uh, 
come up with for oh, me. That's a, that's a tough one to get him on the field. Yeah, and it's got to be PG, PG rated. PG rated because there's going to be a bunch of kids there. <laughs> what about you? What about you back flipping over the the tent? Any chance? Nope. What about just jumping the ramp? I back, I back, I back flip through through it on my back through the tent. Say it again. That as far as I'm going to back flip. You what about just belly flopping into the tent off of the ramp? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that'd be interesting. All right. My luck, I'd bust. Ah, the tent's made out of a trampoline. Nah, all right, well, I'll, that's, uh, that's, that's, Chad, we'll, uh, that's too dangerous. I'll work on a, on a 450 for you the weekend. It may not be the whole weekend, but I'll definitely let you get a few laps in it on Saturday and then, uh, for Sunday too. Deal? That sounds like a deal. All right. Hey, that Chad. That sounds like a deal. Hey, Chad, this is Dustin. Hey, I got uh, got a question for you. This is going to go way back into the vault. Uh, back in the day when you used to come down to Yankton, South Dakota, you would have an old school bus that you would roll in. Are you still is, – does is that thing still running like your old bikes or what? No, no. Uh, that, uh, I think that was one of the last uh, voyages of that, uh, that rig. That's, that's one of my favorite, Chad – Pedersen moments was the uh, was the school bus to Yankton and we could not figure out how you got it there or got it out of there. Uh, it was a, it took a long time. You know what? When I was fifty three miles an hour. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. The uh, when you were a factory Yamaha racer on YZ eighties, uh, there was a we were in a, in Creston. It was Cromwell actually. It was the and Chad Pedersen showed up and I was stoked right and I was like the. The fast local guy. Ju- no, the eighty junior rider. I was way younger, way younger than you, Chad. <laughs> um, but so Chad, but Chad was on a completely different level, and I almost wanted to go buy Yamahas because of Chad. He was a person. bit of a party boy, by the way. No, he wasn't. I'm talking about on mini bikes. Oh, <laughs> but uh, you went through these whoops. <laughs> Unreal. I can remember to this day, and and so I I attempted to do the same thing and ended up in the hospital with a broken oh, broken collarbone and t- screwed up knee. So we told you not to hit him so hard, Chad, but you wouldn't listen. No, you done broke Tony. What happened? Well, I tell you what. Um, I my plan was to keep you on with Denny, but because we're having some technical issues, um, we're gonna we're gonna hang out with. Uh, you this weekend i'm looking forward to it so let's go ahead and go to commercial break but before we do that can we can we bring up Pedersen's uh theme music jack if you would please this is just for you chad and, and nobody else okay because we are oh you're calling him old but you've been doing that for the last hour. I said he's older than me. I'm I'm old. <laughs> Stand by. We'll be back. Good pass motor racing <laughs> weekly. Thanks, Chad. Yep. Hey, I'm Stuart Baylor. I'm a bad dude in the woods, and you're listening to Pit Pass Radio. 
With no speed limits, no tickets, and no left-turning minivans, Track Addicts Track Days allows you to experience the performance of your sport bike in a safe and fun environment. Track Addicts Track Days offers a variety of programs, ranging from their new rider school to their advanced group sessions for experienced track riders. Get all the details at trackaddicts.com. That's trackaddix.com. Or call Ducati Omaha at 402-408-4400. Learn to ride your sport bike the way it was meant to be ridden with Track Addicts Track Days. With the tremendous amount of horsepower and torque created by modern dirt bikes, today's racewear must withstand tremendous forces. It must breathe well, be lightweight and protective, yet still durable. Fly Racing created its Evolution 2.0 racewear to fulfill these requirements. Evolution 2.0 features the industry's first BOA Closure System race pant designed to provide custom comfort, smooth, even closure, no pressure points, and simple one-handed adjustment. Add to that the Evolution 2.0 ProFit Advanced Ventilation Jersey and Premium Race Glove, and you have Generation Next racewear, built to withstand the extreme conditions created by the modern dirt bike. For more information, visit flyracing.com. It's much more than a piston company. Wiseco now offers a full line of quality performance products, including forged pistons, precision forged clutch baskets and hubs, crankshafts, camshafts, forged connecting rods and valves. At Wiseco, we offer accessories for just about any motorcycle, ATV, snowmobile, personal watercraft, outboard marine engine, or automobile on the market today. After 70 years in the business, Wiseco has established a great reputation as a brand that can be trusted to deliver high high-quality performance products for power sports enthusiasts and professionals. Wiseco. America's Motor Racing Talk Show, Pit Pass Motor Racing Weekly, comes your way each Sunday morning from 8 to 10, right here on Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO. 1460 KXNO. The Yamaha YZF R3 Sport Bike at Hicklin Power Sports and Grimes is the most exciting and affordable way ever to join the exclusive world of Yamaha R-Series Superbike Performance. It features a potent fuel-injected 321cc liquid-cooled parallel twin-engine for great acceleration, a slim, lightweight chassis for sporty, agile handling, a low seat height to get both your feet firmly on the ground for added confidence, plus legendary Yamaha Superbike styling guaranteed to turn heads, all at a super value. No wonder Cycle World calls it a bargain, and Revzilla hails it the new king of the hill when it comes to entry-level lightweight sport bikes. Visit Hickland Power Sports and Grimes today to see the incredible Yamaha R3. And for more information, visit YamahaMotorsports.com. Dress properly for your ride with a helmet, eye protection, long-sleeve shirt, long pants, gloves, and boots. Do not drink and ride. It's illegal and dangerous. The point is good. Drink Swell Vodka, proudly and carefully distilled and filtered in Iowa. Like Swell Vodka on Facebook. Find Swell at fine stores that sell spirits. This is John Hopkins, and you're listening to Pit Pass Radio. Well, some of the guys are going to be at the uh, Brayton Shootout this weekend. Riverside Raceway, Winterset, Iowa, uh, are joining us. Uh, we're going to split time here with Chad Pedersen and, and our next guest. He's the host of the um, Absurd After Party, and you can listen to that uh, online. Of course, it is a uh, incredibly fun podcast, I think. But I do want to thank Racer X Online for uh, you know being a host to that and giving Denny a platform on which to speak. He joins us now. Denny, how are you? Hey, how are you guys? What's happening? Well, just remember, it's radio, okay? 
So the yeah, um, the language. I understand <laughs> <laughs> We've had some loose times, but uh, anyway, Chad Patterson is joining us as well. Chad, are uh, you still there? And welcome back. I'm still here. <laughs> my boy Chad, my big swap, big swap, hanging out. What's up, swapper? Oh, no, I'm make my way down to Iowa here. Boy, your phone is sounding better and better. <laughs> my goodness, sake, Patterson. Do, do you yeah, not pay the bill? Is that what it is? They're, they're powering you down? Well, uh, well, I was just trying to be legal. You're in Iowa. You can have a phone in your hand right now. Yeah, where's Chad Coyne from right now? Apparently, you never know Dubuque. Where from. He's underwater you in Dubuque. Know. You De- never know what Denny, know. Denny, yeah. welcome back to the show. It's been a while for us to have you on, but um, you're highly respected not only for your your acumen on on the track as a champion in your own right, but a true veteran in the racing community, always a part of it. Uh, sometimes not as active, but um, you found a new home in this absurd after party. You and I are going to, and I think is Nick going to join us as well. Um, I'm pretty excited for, uh, for this weekend. You know, I have to admit, um, a bunch of our friends, Blyton and Gilmore and Swap and Bradshaw, uh, and Brayton, it's going to be, I am, I'm, uh, I'm absurdly excited for this weekend. It's going to be a great weekend in Iowa and with, uh, Tony's at the track and, and, uh, I cannot wait. Well, it's going to be fun as we share duties and, and split a broadcast. In other words, we're going to simulcast your program and our program together and uh yeah, so next absolutely. yeah next tuesday in this particular market you're going to be, be able to hear the show that we do together with denny on stage now i understand we have plywood we have chairs we have two six-foot tables <laughs> it's gonna be a big deal and uh and we're gonna rope the area off big top peewee whatever, tent what, whatever tony allows us to have we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna definitely uh, we're gonna make the most of it i, I guarantee it biden wants to flip over the tent i said absolutely uh, I think I think Biden's going to be there backflipping. Uh, Gilmore's going to be there breaking stuff. Um, <laughs> it's going to be a good show. That's funny. He said the same thing about you. Um, yeah. Well, they know me well, Denny. Mm-hmm. I got I I uh, I got a 125 on its way here for you. I bought a KTM 125, sight unseen, but they they I got pictures at least, and it's they got said fresh oil. No, my friend Jesse's got it all. He says it's all squared away. It's going to be good, and I, we, we, I'm pretty excited. I, I'm bringing gear. I'm bringing – all I know is I'm bringing – I've been told to bring gear, and so I've got my bag packed, and uh, as, as scary as that might sound, I, I'm bringing a helmet and boots and, and, and knee pads, so we'll see how it goes. Okay. <laughs> so – Why no. don't you ride dirt bikes? I don't get that. I, I, I Oh, by the way, I want to tell you, I, I listened to um, – I was talking to Cog – and he was telling me about he was going to be your co-host for the the uh, I think it was after Vegas, but um, now it was whatever. Where was it after was. Minneapolis? No, but it was. So I I put it in my headphones and I was in the skid loader on Sunday morning and I listened to the whole show and it's really good. It was really fun to listen to and it's the only one I've heard so far. But um, you were uh, you were cracking on on uh, papa g for not for racing a dirt bike and say what an idiot and i just get a kick out of that oh. i laughed and laughed because i know you're joking but why don't you ride dirt bikes you're so good at it you know you know i just um it's it's an on i have to honestly say that uh i grew up racing and i do not and i don't feel comfortable on a bike anymore i to be honest with you i uh 
I got back on a bike, you know, these last couple of years, and I crashed a couple of times. And uh, I, I love, I love the dirt bike, the sense of it. You know that I'm a huge fan of this sport, obviously. And uh, but I just don't feel comfortable riding a dirt bike. It just seems like uh, I got old. I got old. Let's just be honest. I got old, man. And 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 getting old it kind of sucks ass. That's to be honest. Well, imagine if you were me. That's really bad. And, well, not, well, I like you know I love being around the sport you know, and I'll come ride with you guys this weekend. And uh, but uh, yeah, it's a, it's the greatest thing ever to to build a ride to dirt bike and have fun with it. But uh, when you hit the ground a couple times, you're like, what the hell, man? That that, that really sucks. <laughs> right, Tice? <laughs> I don't know what he's talking about. So. Yeah. A couple years ago, I I told I coerced Chad to come down, and uh, he didn't have a bike forever, which blew me away. And he finally got a 250F that he's riding. But um, I had a CR500 that I had bought out of a guy's barn, literally. Sight unseen. Sight. <laughs> yep, pretty much. And I, <laughs> I, I did not ride. I rode the thing for the first time a couple weeks ago, and I can tell you, it was terrible. And I've raced X doing the suspension now. I put new throttle cable, new clutch cable, new brake pads. It's it's going to be okay now. But I have no idea how Chad rode the bike. I Honestly, I have no idea. I know because he's a massive talent. But that being said, he was pretty good on the thing. And we're and I have no idea we how talking, he did that. We're talking, a, we're talking a CR500 two-stroke, right? A 1997 CR500 two-stroke. Concrete vibrator. Yes. Man. That has got to be one of the most absolute biggest beasts of a motorcycle ever made. It's so good, though. Other than it, did, you couldn't pull the clutch in. I have, a, I have Harley <laughs> Davidsons that have never seen maintenance in their life, and the clutch is easier to pull in than this thing. You just pulled in the clutch alone, I can imagine. It, it, yeah, and the throttle, oh, man. That is, that, what is that, like 60 horsepower right there? Uh, just animal realistic and horsepower? I'm not, exagger- I'm not joking. The throttle stuck a little. Stuck or stunk? Stuck. Okay. The throttle stuck. And I and I rode the thing the other day, and I'm like, and it wouldn't shift. We drained the oil out and put new oil in, and it, that fixed the issue of not shifting. But I'm like, I don't know how Chad did it. It was. Uh, did you try a new clutch and, cable? Yeah, we did. We and and imagine back. we have David Bradshaw on the show next week, you know, on, on Saturday night, and he had a race against those bikes. He, he rode a, a, a YZ490 engine flapper against those that bike. <laughs> I can tell you firsthand, a YZ490 sucks. Yep. <laughs> I did. Air-cooled, air-cooled, thin-flapping piece of crap, and he had a race against those 500. Can you imagine that? Oh. All right, so we're, we've got about five minutes left of the segment. Denny Stevenson, Chad Pedersen, our guests are going to be appearing live and in person, uh, both on the track and on stage, as we, uh, we'll, we'll all party together for the Brayton Shootout, the third annual, third edition of. Uh, dude just got back from Hawaii, so he's, you know he's going to be tan and, and he's going to be ready to entertain. Hawaii. Yeah, Hawaii. Man. I know, what right? A, what a lucky man. He got to go to Hawaii and enjoy it. What a... Justin Brayton's been living a dream lately, I'll tell you. Well, and he took his wife. <laughs> well, what a silly man that was. <laughs> <laughs> Told him, I said, do not go to Oahu. You don't take the sand to the beach. <laughs> and, and now he's just batting 500. <laughs> that, I got to write that one down. You, you got that, Jack? Don't uh, You don't take sand to the beach. All right, so two questions, one for each of you, okay? One question for each of you. Patterson, you go first. What's your favorite Denny Stevenson story? Uh, oh man, there's somebody to, to choose from. Well, for, for one, can get uh, phone to work. 
well, yeah, that's true, or sunglasses to fit square on my face. That's not going to happen. You your know, your know. one ear is lower than the other. <laughs> that's that's the process of being pulled. We went through like seventeen pairs of sunglasses at the river one one summer. And if you uh, stick it in a box, one pair that I could I could actually finish out the, the week that we stayed there. Okay, that's a good um, enough my answer. Favorite, my favorite my favorite one was another river story, uh, and I think it was, I think it was Denny. They, they would not let us in the Kokomo's because we have flip-flops on. Mm. So, I came up with the idea of putting, putting uh, uh, Dixie cups <laughs> on our feet. <laughs> and uh, they would let us in. I'm sorry. <laughs> this was supposed to be a really good segment. It really was. Steven, so you got to save this. So Dixie cuts on the feet. Do you remember where, this? Where is Chad? Where is Chad talking from right now? Parts of Canada unknown. <laughs> is, he, is he speaking from a box space? <laughs> it's a brand new phone. Oh, that's the problem. <laughs> you probably got one of those MTV phones. Oh my goodness gracious! All right, Denny, we can, a- Denny, we can actually understand you. So let's ask you the same question: favorite Chad Peterson story that does that doesn't involve Dixie cups? Um, you know, man, I, I have to tell you, I'm, I'm a lucky man to be to know Chad as long as I've known him. Um, I we've been friends for shoot 30 years. It'll fight shoot probably almost 40 years, which is crazy. It shows how old we are. But um, my best story, what I have to tell you right now, is. Um, Beatrice, Nebraska. Dad and I have been racing together a, a few, a, a couple years. Him and his dad were always coming to Nebraska, which was awesome. That you know, one of the few Iowa, Iowa races coming to Nebraska to race. And uh, and Chad got me beat. Chad has me. It's the last, like one of the last laps of the ADA class we're racing. And there's a little bit of a double right across the finish line. And Chad has me has me beat by like at least two seconds. And he proceeds to loop out over this double. Yes. <laughs> And crash his brains out, and I'm like, and he has me beat. I mean, he's never had me beat before, you know. And he proceeds to loop out and crash his, his brains out, and, uh, and 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 after the race, I'm like, Chad, what were you doing? He's like, dude, I just got really excited, I got really nervous. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like Chad, Danny. We're looking forward to seeing you doing a two-hour show with you and. Uh, with Justin and, and the cast and then making it a live stage show as well. I think it's uh, going to be a fun opportunity. It's going to be neat to see Matt Byton uh, do what he does so well. But it will be great to see you, Pedersen, Gilmore, Bradshaw, Byton, and, and the bunch. Thank, I can't thank you guys enough for having me, and uh, I can't wait for Saturday night. Dude, you are always welcome. Chad, thank you. Denny, we love you, brother. And uh, we're looking forward to seeing you boys this weekend. Winterset, Iowa, Riverside Raceway, the Justin Brayton Shootout, and the best of the Midwest. Stay tuned. Back for hour number two. This is Pit Pass. Thank you.
everybody, it's Scott Casper from Pit Pass Radio. V-Rubber offers a whole range of performance motocross and off-road tires, starting with the VRM229 for hard pack supercross settings, and the VRM300. It's designed for intermediate soil conditions. The most popular tire is the VRM140. It's designed for soft to intermediate environments. All knob tires are available in the most popular motocross and off-road sizes as well. The VRM308R Trials is the perfect choice for real technical conditions, and it's now available in a new four-stroke model for racing or recreation riding big four strokes. The newest addition is the V-Line Do-All VRM340, a heavy-duty off-road tire that is DOT approved. Most of the tires are available in the new Slow Rebound Tacky Compound for extremely technical environments. It's V-Rubber and the Tacky Tires, the choice of Sherco off-road. Racers say when using a Tacky, it's almost like cheating. It's V-Rubber. Radio, America's weekly motorcycle talk show. I got me a date with some of the motocrosses up around the way. Your source for weekly updates on what's happening in the world of motorcycle racing. You know how fast you're going? Industry news, trends, the people involved. I'm Ricky Carmichael. It's Kevin Schwartz. This is Josh Timoth. This is Kelly Smith. This is Travis Latron. This is Jeremy McGrath. And now, Pit Pass Radio. Hello again, everybody. It is Pit Pass Motor Racing Weekly, part of the Evergreen family of podcasts. Look for them online and whole lot of um, what we call lifestyle broadcasting done there and uh, very good people uh very family oriented by the way so i think you probably enjoy some of the programming that's on there uh thanks for making us number one in the evergreen podcast uh, system by the way it's uh it's always good one of the reasons we are number one and have been for a while and as a radio program it's hard to maintain a a time and be a listenership well we've been successful at doing most of that uh, but one of the reasons why tony wink you can uh, probably contribute to this as well in that uh one of our longtime co-hosts is in the studio he's getting ready to depart because the sun is setting he's and that's, that's tony tice and uh, tony we you know we, we we prayed for you we hoped for you and we knew there was going to be a day that you wouldn't be able to not put your leg over a bike. And it felt so good watching you come in. How do you feel? Uh, not bad. I don't, I don't, I can live. You're not a seasoned veteran anymore. Now you're just starting out. Yeah. And it feels like that too. Doesn't because really. it's, you, I, <laughs> I don't know. It's weird. I don't, uh, I don't ever want to do it again. Hmm. Well, how about a possum? Could could you hit a possum? I hit a possum in a minute. In a minute. Tony, you want to say goodbye to our guest, uh, our longtime co-host and guest tonight, <laughs> Tony 
Tony Tice from I Benoit. might have to come down Saturday and Goodbye, Tice. hang out. You need to come down after work. Come down. At, we're going to have a free dinner at uh, five, about 5 o'clock. Yeah. All those guys are going to be there. Gilmore, Pedersen, Stevenson, Bradshaw, Byton. Just talk with Brayton. BBQ. In between the in the commercial break, he's stoked. We're, it's going to be good. Byton's going to do backflips. we got good food. You can listen to, to uh, uh, Scott Casper. He's going to finally meet his match with Denny Stevenson. <laughs> I guarantee it. Oh, I think Denny may... <laughs> If he, no. if he shows up wearing flip-flops and Dixie cups, I'm going to kick his butt. <laughs> well, wouldn't that be some? In the studio also is Dustin Peterson. Tony, drive home safely tonight. Enjoy the ride. Yeah. Yeah, I plan to. You'll get back to 100%. Yeah, I'll get there. Thanks. Love you, buddy. All right. Talk All to right. you guys later. There we go. We're going to have to get a new song for him, though. We're going to have to figure this out. Jack, think on it, will you? New Tony Tice song. Uh, Dustin Peterson in studio, Sioux Falls, South Dakota, what he calls home now. Uh, Also big supporter of uh, the South Dakota State Jacks, uh, the Jack Rabbits, if you will. Uh, His race uh, is in the fall, November 23rd. And then, of course, the Midwest Supercross. That's indoors. What building are you guys in? Well, now we're in the uh, Sioux Empire Expo building. Oh, wow. Down on the fairgrounds. uh, Okay. Kind of on right off uh, I-29. And, and how, how best can people find out about you? Well, um, we do a lot of social media. So we do some Instagram stuff, but most of our stuff is on Facebook. So we do Peterson Racing Promotions on Facebook. We're revamping our website right now, but Facebook is kind of our go-to. It seems like that is the number one um, way for us to get our word out there for our races. And then if they have any technical information they need, classes and such like that, then uh, our website should be up and going here this summer again. We had to take one down and, and redo it. So Well, it looks like your, your race fans uh, are supporting your effort on Facebook. Over 3,000 people are already following you, and I think that's pretty substantial. Yeah, it's, you know, it, this is our 16th. Uh, last year was our 16th year. Wow. Uh, we're going on 17 right now. So Is that right? Yeah. And you yeah. haven't figured wow. it out yet. Huh? You still. I, that's why I was bugging you today, man. I need <laughs> secrets. I need to know how to do this better. <laughs> you know how to make, you know how you get a million dollars running a racetrack? Sell it? Start with two. Start with two. That's yeah. Right. Yeah. No, because if you sell it, they want to steal it too. So. Yeah, pretty much. I like the guys that show up without permission and just uh, start racing on the track. It happens. Yeah. But it happens. It happens that, a lot less now. But you know what? Here's the thing why it happens less. I have a theory about this, why there's less poachers on my racetrack. Because back in the day, the poachers were kids riding old kicks, 250s or whatever. Nobody rides that bike, those bikes anymore. There's, there's, you've got this, the racers or the professional practicers mm-hmm. that have the 9,000 <laughs> plus, the factory edition, whatever, dirt bike. And then you have the... the that's it i mean that's you don't have so those kids that are down in the back of, the, of an s10 or whatever that are that, man i just don't see those in this area anymore and it's just i don't think it's unique and i know it's not if you look at ama's numbers 18 to 24 racers are very very thin compared in numbers to. in numbers compared to what they used to be that's the age you want to race dirt bikes but they can't afford it so you know you want to you want to campaign there uh make dirt bikes affordable again because that's what yeah. we need that's i'm telling you uh jimmy jarrett has his, his rm250 up for sale for 10 grand he's already been offered 8500 and that was this morning i don't know where he's at now and it's a brand new championship never started though i mean this is after he won the championship it was a rm250 like an 07 or whatever it is it's brand new and so 
that he's, bike, he's at eighty five last last you checked. Last I checked, he said his best offer was eighty five hundred bucks. So that was such a good woods bike, proven by Jimmy and other riders. Such a good motor motocross bike, proven by Ricky Carmichael and others. Wow, yeah. Take that is the best RM two fifty, the best two fifty two stroke in my opinion. Before they were nine grand. Okay, take that motorcycle. Suzuki needs to take that motorcycle. Take the tooling to Taiwan. Or simple. I don't care if it's China. I don't care. Hey, hey, hey! There's 300 percent import duty and tax on okay, that. Okay, maybe not. Maybe Taiwan then. But Taiwanese is actually pretty good. Pretty good product. So you take the tooling. You already own it. Take it over to 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 move the stuff to build the bike over in Taiwan. Then you've got you've got cheap labor. You can you can sell the thing retail it for 5,500 bucks. Wow. We'll buy them all day. I'm telling you, mm-hmm. when the thing's junk. I'll go get another one, and it'll still be cheaper than riding my 450. And then what needs to happen is MX Sports and the AMA, they need to get together, and they need to create an RM250 import class Class. on a national level. Mm -hmm. It'll drive racers. Yes, and Tim Cotter and I have had this conversation on the show, and I strongly disagree with Tim Cotter on this, but he says everybody's going to still want those the the very best yes but it's the plus 40 guys that are going to have them mm-hmm. create a class for the kids and they will come i believe this with all my heart so what, what's the progression you got you started at the minis the 50s right yeah we started with the 50s didn't exist when i started it was 60s the 60s were about the same size as a jr 50 is or or the you know or as a ktm 50 but the um yeah you start with the 60 or 50s and then you go 65 85 and then super mini or schoolboy, yeah. Okay, uh, and and I don't disagree with you, Tony. I think actually your idea is quite brilliant, and you've been spot on, except for the lead ban, if you recall. <laughs> Whatever. I found him chewing on a swing arm. Uh, you know, full you of lead. I can't be trusted with with anything lead. that has lead in it. You never he, know. He, he was peeling paint off his dad's walls just to you know get that lead uh, lead buzz going. Let's well, go to Jack Daly on Jack. Go ahead and turn your mic on. on. There we go. Yeah, there you are. Tony, I've got a question for you. Mm-hmm. Can you please define for me what you mean by an affordable bike? Mm. What does that really look like for somebody that wants to get into this? Well, the thing is, is you've got here's the problem with the with the bikes that we have now. You've got nine thousand dollar plus dirt bikes that are junk in a year or two. It, and if they aren't, you don't know if they are or not because a four stroke is a ticking time bomb. It's F one technology that we all want. And anybody, and and I want it, and I'm gonna have that new bike. I'm I'm gonna. I don't know how I'll sell my mower or do something, let the grass grow up. But I will have that new bike. But that's not everybody, and and so that bike will be. It, they wear out very quickly, and to rebuild is fifteen two thousand dollars, wow. fifteen hundred two thousand dollars to rebuild them, and you still got a used motorcycle that isn't worth very much. So the used market is completely out of whack. Mm-hmm. So th- so you'll get guys that say, hey, I want to get into it. I found the CRF 450 for or 250F for for two grand 2500. Well, when the thing shells out, he's out all the money unless he needs wheels because the thing's junk. And so that's the problem. So so what we do is we have a two stroke. Why is he 250 seven grand or something? Eight grand, right? They're like 8500 bucks or something. Forty five hundred dollars. Yeah, they're yeah pushing nine grand now they're pushing nine grand that's wrong this is wrong they don't they're why is it two stroke nine thousand dollars it's so here's what we need to do is we need to have a an rm 250 an 03 cr 250 
era type bike that those were great bikes too um i really am i'm really partial to the rm 250 for reasons that, because i've i've ridden a thousand of them i've i've i have a i have two thousand hours on an rm 250 i know what they do and i they're 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 the perfect bike are okay? they easy to work on i don't work on motorcycles i throw them away and get new ones well they're, they're not everybody but yes 250 two, two strokes are very easy to work on good okay. point so the thing is is when you say man this bike needs rebuilt it's not two thousand bucks if the thing's still running most likely a hundred bucks 150 bucks on the outside and you've got a new top end and the thing's good for another season if you take care of the thing and you change the oil and the and the clean that keep the air filter clean so I mean, we've been beating this stinking. This horse is dead. And we've been beating it, but I'm telling you, it's bones. Some, Kimco <laughs> or some Taiwanese, some brand needs to come up with and with a a cool, a really good RM250 ripoff. If RM, if Suzuki's not going to do it, maybe they license it to him though. I yeah, I'm I'm with you. I, I never I wouldn't see Suzuki doing that, but but uh, the Japanese are very proud. Japanese, they're very proud people, and they're not gonna. They are doing it with some of their their two wheel drive four wheelers though, and I know that the side by side. I have a Kawasaki mule, and I understand that that engine was built in some other country that wasn't Japan. So, um, they crate them in. Yeah. So Let, I mean, let's go to Dustin Peterson joining us in the studio from Sioux Falls. Dustin, you agree with uh, what Tony's saying, and what are you seeing in your region, your neck of the woods, when it comes to a total number of kids uh, and young adults riding? Are you seeing the numbers uh, decrease uh, because of bike costs or for whatever reason? Oh, I totally agree with Tony. Um, you know, it is it's crazy nowadays. Um, I uh, recently I just I was telling Tony when we when we were out at his track I just bought a new bike here about two weeks ago and I was looking at used bikes and Tony's theory is a hundred percent spot on anything used with over fifty hours on it you almost want to you know turn a shoulder and walk away I uh, looked at all these used ones and end up going to a dealership and just buying a brand new one well what's the depreciation equipment wise on a on a motorcycle when you say fifty hours hundred hours or whatever and the bike starts breaking down what are, what what are you seeing break down first? Well, you know, anything can happen with these with these new motocross bikes these days. Um, you know, to to Tony's degree, the maintenance. If a guy on a four stroke doesn't stay up on keeping his valves adjusted, doing all that stuff, I mean, like he said, you got two grand minimum Show. if you grenade the thing. Okay. Um, you know, back to the old two strokes. Um, in two thousand eight, I bought a brand new carryover two thousand seven YZ two fifty when I was running vet class the first the first year and that was forty three hundred bucks. Wow. Forty three hundred bucks in the crate and it was done deal. That's affordable. A year later I bought a brand new two thousand nine Honda four fifty and spent seventy three hundred dollars. Wow. So to to his point, um, nowadays when we go to the track, we're starting to see the herd thin out, which is sad. And we're trying to on in our neck of the woods, trying to create that hype like tony's doing you know we need to bring the fun back into it sure. we need these kids to show up and not worry about their social media picture that they put on there about how cool they look in their new 400 hundred dollar helmet and stuff we need to bring back the the old school like the kid in the back of the s10 that doesn't unload his bike from wednesday to sunday to race that <laughs> his you know he's got moto triple x stickers he's right. he's that kid he's that's got pit pass stickers on there. i yeah. am that kid you are that kid i, <laughs> I knew that was you <laughs> Dude, I, I, I got a funny story I, I 
I've told it before, but Guy Cooper was my he was my guy. He was your your guys is I'm a Bradshaw Bradshaw guy, yeah. and you're going to hang out with him this weekend if you show up. And I'm but, and I'm a um, uh, um, uh, Jeremy McGrath fan. Okay, yeah, me too. Actually, I who have, isn't though? He I, is a I, McGrath fan, dude. I have twelve of McGrath's replica helmets hanging in my garage. I have the real thing. You have Jeremy McGrath in your house? Uh, no, just the helmet. Okay, yeah, from him. Yeah, I love you. Well, it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. he doesn't know who has it. Uh, he signed it. It was on a table, and I took it. Oh, well. so. Hey, I got I got an original one. I'll trade you. That one's got ink all over it. Hmm. Let me know. I'll think about it. I'll text you. I got a couple Carmichael's you can have free of charge. I'll take it. <laughs> Do you know, I, I've got to bring something to you guys because I've been thinking long and hard about this. When I saw an interview with Ricky... Um, and it was on a, it's on like the audience channel, okay. And it was all filmed in black and white. And he explained why he retired, okay. It wasn't a challenge to him anymore, but he had really started hating motorcycle racing. And it's the way his his mother, in particular, Jeannie drove drove him, okay, uh, to hit that corner fifty times and then move to a different part of the track and hit that straightaway, hit the bumps, and hit the whoops. Um, it's almost as if she she overdid it and forced him in a position of absolutely hating racing. You agree with that? And 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 what do we have to what what do we tell parents in order for their kids to not suffer like he did? Well, I you know, it's crazy because you look at him, you look at Millsaps, you look mm-hmm. at all those guys. Um, myself, my my little guy Brayton, I he's got a PW fifty. He could he could ride an electric bike before he could walk um i have video of it you know am i gonna be that mini dad i i'm trying not to be but in this day and age um ricky carmichael took the motocross game to the next level he really did yeah i mean when that when that kid when that little redhead from florida cut 30 pounds or whatever it was and showed up to the track the next year people knew he was for real yeah he ruined it for everybody else he did he did he (laughs) everybody else was going oh no imagine what mcgrath and emig and those guys like they had oh for sure yeah no more lake havasu trips (laughs) yeah the (laughs) at least not during the season yeah the moto triple x video appearances kind of dwindled out the denny stevenson and that was crusty emig's backyard that was crusty demons one yeah so I was thinking about this the other day. I was laughing. Uh, Denny, as an announcer, he he'd be awesome, right? Oh, yeah. And oh, so, yeah. and I even texted him and asked him. Of course, he didn't respond. I don't blame him. But um, uh, so, in one of the scenes is when they're riding pit bikes, which were just Z fifties back in the day, and they were uh, drinking and whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. And 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 Denny's got a stick that he's using for a microphone, and he, and he says, "Here we are live at Riverside Raceway." <sighs> I did not name my racetrack after that. We're on a river, but and I was in Riverside. So he named it. He named it. Well, I, I don't know. Has he got rights yet? <laughs> Trademark. Trademark. <laughs> I'll let him ride for free on sa- yeah. on my bike. Yeah, just you know, don't bring it up. The best is when I when I give somebody a bike to ride, and then they ask, "Do I have to pay since it's your bike?" And I'm like, <laughs> "It happens more often than yeah. you would think." So that's looking a gift towards square in the mouth. Yeah, and punching him over and over. <laughs> All right, um, your race that's coming up, uh, I, I would imagine you're already hard at work on it uh, with advertisers, uh, sponsors, uh, licensing issues with the city. I got to imagine probably a long-term contracts to hold the building, yeah? Yeah, you know, um, 
<laughs> Tony and myself kind of had a had a heart to heart, you know, today out at his track. Uh, people don't really understand, you know, when we put these races on, they get to see the fun stuff from the month before leading up to the race. But, you know, the hard work that I can even vouch for Tony and what he's got going on out there, you know, I'll start working on my November race literally next month. I mean, we've already started talking with different sponsors. Okay. Our, our race is kind of a unique breed. Um, I sell booth space. Yeah. So we put on like a big boy toy show with a race under the same roof. Okay. Um, kind of a snow and go show. Yeah, really it is. You know, we have a lot of stuff in there. But I can vouch, you know, I know what Tony puts into this thing. And I know the stress he's going through right now. And The fact if, that he's there every single day. The fact that he overlooks that place every single day, to me, is my respect for him is so much more. Actually driving out there and seeing the facility, seeing what he's got put into it. It's a neat layout, isn't it? It's awesome, Mm -hmm. man. I went on Facebook, and I'm sharing stuff, and I'm sending my buddies videos that up in my area have never been down here. This is the stuff we need to support. This is is where it's at. Did you see what he did with the Ten Commandments? Over... He's got a replica of the Ten Commandments. Uh, Loretta, there's a section in Loretta's called the Ten Commandments. Oh, yeah. Yep. yeah. So I went down there in April. To Loretta's place. To Loretta's and measured them like to a T, as I think. Every feature. And, yep, the the the, the lift, the, the height, the, the everything. And uh, took uh, Nick Jenkins down with me, who's from Gano Excavating. Mm-hmm. They're they're really, really good at uh, doing what, what we do. And... and um, so anyway, we went down there, and, and a guy named Bud Guthrie, who's from Kansas City, came up to our race last weekend or two weeks, whatever it was, and he said, dude, I'm here because of that post. When I turned the corner on the track and mm-hmm. looked at that, I thought I was – he's like, it was just like Loretta's. And I'm and – I'm, that's hard to do. I'm telling yeah. you, the Ten Commandments, for whatever reason, it's a really hard section to duplicate. It isn't that hard to, to – we had we've had people on and talking about it, you know, and like tripling out of that thing's a big deal at Loretta's. Mm-hmm. You can come practice at my track because I'm telling you, it's the same. I'm not going to do it, but somebody yeah. will. So, a lot of people do. Oh yeah. Matter yeah. of fact, if you hit the triple and land it correctly, you get a free Bible. <laughs> a Bible. <laughs> a Ten Commandments Bible. Oh, yeah. I get it. Yeah. yeah. Funny. <laughs> Clever. <laughs> oh wow, these are the jokes, folks, and uh, you have to explain them to Tony sometimes. But well, I'm awful glad you're in the studio. Are you going to stick around as we uh, uh, welcome Matt Biden here in a little bit? Well, yeah, I, I may as well. You know, I I did have a stint there for a while in the freestyle world. Um, I helped the oh, Red Bull was traveling around a little bit, and they did a a show up in Sioux Falls. So I helped Tommy Clowers and some crew. Uh, oh, I haven't talked to Tomcat in a while. Yeah, that was pretty cool. We, Jeff Tilton. Uh, Jeff Tilt. Was Full there. tilt. Full tilt. Tried to take my girlfriend home that night. That was cool. Yeah, but. it happened. <laughs> How did it end? It didn't for him. Uh-huh. So his night ended. No, he was such a cool guy. They, <laughs> Get they were all here. so fun. So. All right, Jack, we're going to take quick time out on the live line. You're listening to America's Motor Racing Talk Show as we continue. Part of the uh, fabulous Evergreen podcast system. Check them out online. You'll find other great programming there as well. This portion of the show brought to you by WiseCo. If WiseCo is not carried by a dealer new year, near you, First of all, shame on them. Ask them to carry Wiseco Performance products. Look for them online at wiseco.com. Hey, this is Jeremy McGrath, and you're listening to Pit Pass Moto Racing Weekly. Hey, everybody. It's Scott Casper from Pit Pass Radio. V-Rubber offers a whole range of performance motocross and off-road tires. 
starting with the VRM229 for hard pack supercross settings and the VRM300. It's designed for intermediate soil conditions. The most popular tire is the VRM140. It's designed for soft to intermediate environments. All knob tires are available in the most popular motocross and off-road sizes as well. The VRM308R Trials is the perfect choice for real technical conditions and it's now available in a new four-stroke model for racing or recreation riding big four-strokes. The newest addition is the V-Line Do-All VRM340, a heavy-duty off-road tire that is DOT approved. Most of the tires are available in the new Slow Rebound Tacky Compound for extremely technical environments. It's V-Rubber and the Tacky Tires, the choice of Sherco Off-Road. Racers say when using a Tacky, it's almost like cheating. It's V-Rubber. With no speed limits, no tickets, and no left-turning minivans, Track Addicts Track Days allows you to experience the performance of your sport bike in a safe and fun environment. Track Addicts Track Days offers a variety of programs, ranging from their new rider school to their advanced group sessions for experienced track riders. Get all the details at trackaddicts.com. That's track, A-D-D-I-X.com. Or call Ducati Omaha at 402-408-4400. Learn to ride your sport bike the way it was meant to be ridden with track addicts track days it's a fact the best you've ridden is the best you know until you've ridden race tech suspension you haven't experienced the best suspension possible race tech is the science of suspension for atv and utvs motocross freestyle and stunning off-road supermoto road race sport bikes cruisers touring and vintage bikes as well as adventure riding with gold valve kits to upgrade your stock forks and shocks and our g3s custom series shocks you too can have the Racetech suspension advantage, and it's all made in the USA. For more information about Racetech products and applications, visit our website at Racetech.com. America's Motor Racing Talk Show, Pit Pass Motor Racing Weekly, comes your way each Sunday morning from 8 to 10, right here on Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO. 1460 KXNO. If you're passionate about riding motorcycles both off-road and on, check out the full line of Yamaha Dual Sports at Hicklin Power Sports. The Yamaha TW200 features Yamaha's famous reliability, electric start, an ultra-low seat, and comfortable fat tires, making it one of the industry's simplest-to-ride motorcycles. The Yamaha XT250 offers the same ultra-dependable, user-friendly performance, but in a more versatile, powerful, and lighter weight package. And for riders who like to take their fun off-road more than on, there's the high-performance, enduro-derived Yamaha WR250R, featuring long-travel suspension and advanced high-end design. Whatever your budget or riding style. Yamaha has a dual sport model that's right for you. For more, visit YamahaMotorsports.com today. Then visit Hicklin Power Sports and Grimes to see the new 2017 models from Yamaha. The first name in dual sports. Dress properly for your ride with a helmet, eye protection, long sleeves, long pants, gloves, and boots. Do not drink and ride. It's illegal and dangerous. Don't wait another minute for that new dream home you've always wanted. I'm Tony Wink for Jack Daly on Construction. For 66 years, the DeLeon family has been building custom homes, existing home remodeling, and adding on for customers across central Iowa. The DeLeons will offer you one-on-one attention that the big builders simply can't. They'll walk you through the process so you'll get the home that you want. Jack works well with your plans or can show you from his library of over 1,200 house plans and make your dreams a reality. Call the DeLeons at 515-321-5225. Tell them you heard about them on Pit Pass Radio and receive 5% off the price. Jack DeLeon Construction, serving Iowa since 1946. Hey, uh, this is Roger DeCosta, uh, team manager for Red Bull KTM, and uh, you guys uh, better li- listen to Pit Pass.
All right, welcome back to the show. It is Pit Pass Motor Racing Weekly, and I'll tell you what, we are glad that you are joining us, no matter where you're hearing us in 52 countries and around the world. We appreciate that on the iHeart app, but also on uh, on, on, on our parent company, which, of course, is Evergreen Podcast Productions. So uh, check us out however you do. Check out the new website. I think you'll like it, Pit Pass Moto. And uh, want to thank our number one guests, including Cody Gilmore, uh, Chad Pedersen and Denny Stevenson. Uh, Damon Bradshaw, originally scheduled for this program, uh, had to back out due to some issues he's dealing with at home. Uh, but uh, coming up, Matt Byton, before we get there, Dustin Peterson in office, in studio, I should say, in office as well, uh, out of Sioux Falls, part of the uh, Midwest Supercross effort, the producer of that event that comes up November 23rd. Tony Tice uh, joined us in the first hour. It's always good to see him. I uh, do want to thank uh, Ed Kulenkamp, Tony Wink, uh, PJ Duran and company. It's uh, Scott Casper with you for another at least 30 minutes or so. And then uh, Jack and Leanne DeLeon are producing our radio and online version. So thank you very much. Tony, you want to do the introductions of our next guest? Well, I think, uh, the, I think the icing on the cake for this weekend that uh, was completely unplanned is our next guest is going to be there jumping his dirt bike. It's Matt Byton. Oh, wow. X Games gold medalist. He is a pretty big name. There's a lot of star power mm-hmm. that's going to be at the Riverside Raceway in Wintershed, Iowa this weekend. But it just went up. The stock value just went way up with Matt Byton. So, Matt, welcome to Pit Pass. Yeah. Have you ever, you ever done our show? I don't believe I have. It's, um, you know, maybe back in the day. I've, I've done a few of them back um when I was in my prime, but oh, you know what? a little bit more washed up, but we're hanging in there. <laughs> you did it when you were doing the step-up stuff. Yeah. Yep. Oh, the X Games. I think I did a while ago. Yeah, we, we totally had you on. I think Riesenberg lined it up or something. Oh, I right. Yeah, I think yeah. you're right. Now, yep. the seven-time X Games step-up medalist. That's uh, actually 12-time. Yeah, well, 7-12, um, whatever. I mean, you got to brag on the is show it here. Is it 12? Yeah, the internet's all messed up. I'm telling you. Well, maybe. Well, no, maybe I'm, I'm not counting the gold, them. right? Well, no. There's yeah. I mean, there's seven gold, but then it's. I did a Mexico X Games, and then they did the Navy Moto World X Games in San Diego at Qualcomm, where Carmichael knocked himself out. Oh yeah. We did a. We did a um, flip a coin thing, and I won the coin toss, and I cleared the bar. So then they didn't give Renner a chance, and. That didn't go well with him, so he went and tore up the all kicked all the tough blocks off the <laughs> uh, off the super cross track. Yes, awesome. He just went out and raised hell, which I get it. I would have probably did the same thing. So that's why I love freestyle, man. You never know what you're going to get. Uh, it's fun. And uh, how old are you now, Matt? I'm 39 years old. This Sweet. is I don't not know how I'm back flipping a dirt bike still, but we're doing it. <laughs> so it's awesome. Uh, the uh, Watching you, I, I, we were, we're fans, and mm-hmm. and uh, the step up, in my opinion, was one of the better things to watch. Freestyle is great. I'm, I'm, I'm stoked you're going to backflip, and it, and it's going to be people are going to love it. But the step up thing was so gnarly, and just the, the way you guys drop out of the sky, <laughs> and then when Carmichael did it, or tried to do it, I should say, and nined himself out because it's gnarlier than he probably thought and i'm scared of heights anyway there's no chance i'm going to jump that high straight up and down that to me i think just watching that over the years and and uh 
you know, having known you a little bit through Riesenberg or through your, uh, you know, through the, the cruise and just, you know, knowing who you are and that kind of thing. Uh, it's been really fun to watch you through your career as X Games step up gold medalist. Yeah, thank you. It's been a it's been a great run. You know, I mean, uh, I went on the road and I had two hundred dollars to my name. I had an eighty five Ford Ranger. I had my <laughs> dirt bike, and he's my dad the guy. Gave me a couple hundred bucks. I came from nothing, so like it. I think I, I seriously believe that's why I'm still going. Like I wanted it so bad, and I put a lot of heart and passion into it. So, you know. Um, I had to ride step up. That's how I got into it, man. I was broke, so I was like, I gotta, I gotta make some money. So uh, I somehow was good at it. Um, Mike Mason and I were at a gravel pit in Minden, Nevada, back in the day, and we were joking around and acting like Tommy Clover's doing step up. And then, <laughs> you know, we're, go- we're going against him all of a sudden. We're like, holy shit, this happened like way too fast. We didn't mean for that to happen. And we were just having fun being kids riding in a gravel pit that we would poach. And, so when you uh, next- when yeah, you when you say you're acting like Tommy Clowers, are you doing the weird mouth thing? Do you remember that when he was, they would like yeah, they came and stretch and do some weird like <laughs> meditation thing. <laughs> Matt Biden, our guest, Matt. Just a reminder: we are on uh, traditional broadcast as well as uh, the internet. So, language is always an important feature for us. Yes, sir. Okay. Yes, sir. Uh, <laughs> Don't make me take my belt off. So tell tell the story about. <laughs> I'll tell the story, and then you can kind of tell us how it went. But the how I learned about Matt Byton when he was a brat kid in a in a Ford pickup or Chevy, whatever you said. Um, we uh, so Riesenberg was working for me, and Tony Esch was around, and uh, these are these are local Iowa guys, and we we were running the, the motocross races and Riesenberg was working with me full time to run motocross races. That's back in the day when it was making money. Right. And so I told Riesenberg, I said, if we hit these numbers, I'm going to buy us all a cruise. And what? at the time carnival cruises, I think it was carnival. Wasn't it? You probably don't yeah. remember. Yeah. Okay. So they were, they had this special going on. So they were calling me and I said, call me on this date and I'll know if I'm in or out. Well, that sales lady calls me and I said, Hey, I'm in. So I buy him. Well, then that fall, I get a job managing the tough arena cross team for Dave Anilak. Chris Chris Hunter uh, was taking the year off, so I was in. I had to go to Illinois, and I had to go sell sponsorships to like NGK and Parts Unlimited and Thor and all those people. I said, I'm not going to have time to do this, to go on this cruise. And I was talking to Sully from Universal out in California, and who is not there anymore. Universal, I don't think he exists anymore. But I said... Uh, I said, hey, man, do you, do you know anybody? They're porting out of, like, San Diego, I think. Do you know anybody that would take this cruise? I'd like to sell it. And he goes, well, I know a kid that would be really excited <laughs> to go, but he don't have any money to buy it. And I go, who is it? And he says, his name's Matt Byton, and he jumps freestyle. And I went, yeah, g- give it to him. C- have him call me. And then and then uh, you became best friends with Riesenberg. You were in his wedding. I mean, I was – and the funny thing was, is when we were in the wedding, I still didn't really know. I knew you, but I didn't know you. And you're standing up there at the wedding, and you're looking back, and you're like winking and blowing kisses at some chick in the audience. <laughs> Maybe she was with you, and I don't know. But from that point on, yeah, I was a Matt Byton fan. So, yeah, no, I appreciate the cruise, and uh, <laughs> it just shows, uh, you know, never give up, and what comes around goes around. That was in uh, 2000 when you gave me that cruise or 2003 three, and three or four 
How's the burn? Yeah. How's the burn? Yeah. So, um, <laughs> yeah, no, uh, I've always uh, had it in my mind to, uh, you know, I'm always about uh, you scratch my back, I scratch yours, or, you know, I don't need nothing in return, but you hook me up with an awesome cruise and a great friend and Jeremy Riesenberg, so uh, I'm going to come jump for you this weekend, man. That's awesome. I owe you one. Wow. Riesenberg. So you never give up. <laughs> Riesenberg texts me. He's bringing the family. He's uh, same old JR. He's. He, uh, you know, he, he got pretty wild for a while, but, you know, but he's he settled right down. I'll tell he you did what. with the family and stuff. And he's same old JR. I love, I love that guy. He mm-hmm. is, he is. Yeah, he is. He's t- a great dude. For now, sure. Chris is a different story though. I yeah. Think. Right. Yeah. Chris is, Chris is coming too, actually. <laughs> is he really? Yeah. Yeah. He texted me, said any chance you can hook me up with a 450 ride if I don't, if my bike's not done, but he works for race tech. So I don't know what they do. Engines and suspension. <laughs> I don't know what else could. You mean the science of suspension? Yes, sir. Yep. So, nice. so Matt, uh, you're coming in on Friday. I understand. What can we expect? Are you going to jump over the tent, or what are we thinking? Yeah, I don't know. I just want to get there and check it out. I'll be coming in there Friday and try and get the ramp set up where we can, so we're ready for action on Saturday. And uh, you know, anything to add a little flavor to the jump. And you know, it's already not that smart to do freestyle, so why not make <laughs> it a little more dangerous and jump over a tent or something cool? What about fire? Um, if we put some fire boxes up there so when you go over it actually ignites the firebox and there's some fireworks that go off as well i'm good with that on the nuclear cowboys they used to light jimmy fitzpatrick and i on fire and we'd have like a three-foot flame coming off our back and we'd flip side to side so i do fire seriously Swear. evil knievel did fire as well it just wasn't by choice it just wasn't on purpose <laughs> <laughs> yeah he would get some sparks going after the bike sliding down the down the street so matt when we spoke on saturday you were coming back from california is that right yes sir so you're are you back in you're back in texas or where are you yeah no i'm back in texas i i went out and got the ramps out yeah i was afraid they were going to be stuck in the mud back where i had my mobile set up at and uh so i was able to get the ramps out and then um yeah, I got a. Uh, I do hot shot driving, so I just went up to Oklahoma City and uh, do- did a delivery to an oil rig, and just got home and gonna prepare the ramps and everything and pack and head on out Thursday Jeez. to Oklahoma to get a fuel cell put in the bed of my truck, and then I'll be uh, coming up there get the ramp set up and get ready to get awesome on Saturday and Sunday. Is there baffling in the in the fuel cell? In other uh, words, to keep the the keep the gas or fuel from jostling around and going side to side some of them do i'm not sure i'm gonna have to uh, that's a great question I'll thank have you to ask that i just wanted more gas so i didn't have to pull over as much <laughs> <laughs> i don't believe you talk about your equipment uh well first of all who do you model uh your 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 career after going from ramp to ramp and doing uh the flips and all that who do you um you know point at we we obviously evil used to be a regular on this program we've had uh, robbie on a couple times Matto is uh on quite a bit we we like talking with him because his it seems that his uh events are planned for an entire year the thing the thing he's going to do whether it's riding out of the ocean or or jumping the mark arc the triumph in las vegas or whatever it is he's doing seems like they work on it for a year or more before they actually do it so who do you you know, take your career and, and uh, look at it and say, you know, I, I, who really affected you? You know, uh, Jeremy McGrath really inspired me. Kevin Windham, you know, just growing up watching Windham on that YZ125. 
I'm pretty sure I watched like the Houston Supercross for some reason. I just like that track every year, and I'd watch Wyndham on that 125 and just McGrath, you know, doing the knack knack, and you know, every, all of us are inspired by that. And then Pastrana coming in, just being the wild man that he is. Uh, um, I just, you know, all those guys are pretty much my my main heroes. You know, Ricky Carmichael. Uh, I, I really studied him, and I just always liked how Carmichael like s around the court, the the tracks, and just kept up his momentum. So I would try to like do that. But um, coming into freestyle, you know, I looked up to Metzger, Kerry Hart, and uh, you know Chris Rourke, Brian Deegan, all those geez, you know, and. Uh, Somehow, next thing I knew, I was going against all those guys at X Games, and then next thing I know, I'm, I'm on Mike Mason's practice arena cross bike that I bought off him and Cliff Campbell, and I'm going against Jerry McGrath and his factory bike. Instead, oh, so how'd that work uh, out like, for you? It, uh, well, my shoulder came out three times, so that one hurt. And <laughs> but I, I made McGrath got the better better edge on me, but I made him work for it for sure. He didn't get it that easy from me. So, so how are you as a racer, Matt? I, don't, I can't say that I've ever seen you race. I've seen you on TV plenty, but doing freestyle and, and step up. Uh, you're bringing your motocross bike to race this weekend. Yeah, for sure. Um, I, I do all right. I was. I mean, I made it to local pro. I didn't. Um, I didn't. My parents weren't. My family wasn't behind me, and we. My dad was a single dad trying to get by, so um, he had to do what he had to do. So we couldn't like go as race as much as I would have liked it. My, I was the only one really, really, really into it. And then, so I ended up working my way up to local pro. And then, uh, in 99, I turned pro, like just local pro just, you know, I, I never got my, I couldn't even afford to get, uh, you know, my AMA card or anything like, so what I mean, local pro, just the local tracks there in Reno. And then, uh, I'd go like anywhere else and just get throttled. So, um, maybe a, a moderate intermediate, I would say, but, uh, kind of I, I raced a 30 plus class and i you know I, I won the vet um 30 plus class or not 30 plus 35 plus and then the 252 show race 35 plus i won at glenn helen so i'm not like i want to say i'm fast but i want to say i'm too slow so at but, the brayton um, shootout on sunday we what we do is it's an ama pro-am it's a best in the midwest yeah. series which is cody series and then um we do a a the shootout is a buddy race, actually, and that was by design by Justin's. That's what Justin wanted to do. He said, "I want to make it fun. I don't want it to be too serious." Right. And the shootout Perfect. part, part anyway. So what it is is, we put all the A riders in a hat in a bucket and draw their names with a non A rider, and so you don't know who your partner is until that very moment, right before we drop the gate. And so they'll take off, they'll do a lap, and then the, the other, their partner, they'll have to switch wristbands, and their partner will do a lap, and they switch off and on for 10 laps. Um, Perfect. So would you be an A-rider, or would you be a non-A-rider? Um, probably a, a <laughs> I don't know, I guess I could do, I'll take, I'll take an A-rider, I won't sandbag, I'll, I'll go for it. If, if you need a guy there, you know, I'll fill in. <laughs> we don't need a guy, we need Matt Bighton. Okay, yeah, you got Matt Bite. So. How how cool would that be to be to be drawn like, the, you know, like uh, it'd be so cool to be drawn as your partner. I mean, like I was Matt Bite's Bi- <laughs> partner in the freaking Justin Bray. Teammate, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah to be your oh, I'll teammate. Give him a follow on Instagram that day. So <laughs> that's what I'm talking good. about. We're talking yeah, with Matt no, Bite. Like, yeah, I'm down, man. It sounds fun. That's what I like. Like surfer cross is such an awesome event. You know, you get. You get um, tied in with a surf, pro surfer, and 
you know, it's, it's, I've done that, you know, it's awesome. So uh, let's do it. Let's go to Dustin Peterson joining us in our studios today uh, out of Sioux Falls, the uh, producer of the Midwest Supercross event coming up November 23rd. Dustin, go ahead. You're uh, talking with uh, Matt Byton. Matt, how's it going, man? I'm awesome, Dustin. How are you, buddy? Good, good, good. Hey, I've talked about you with uh, Mr. Gilmore a couple times in the past, and, you know, oh, we owe Mm. I know, I know. I, dude, I know <laughs> stories. <laughs> I partied with Cody a couple times too, So, I, but I can't remember those stories. So we'll have to save that for another day. <laughs> They're not nearly as fun as you think they were. <laughs> I guarantee. <laughs> yeah. No, um, you know, I'm a, uh, I'm a South Dakota boy, motocrosser, born and raised in this whole area. And to see to hear your story and see your story is is pretty it's so cool man i mean watching you on tv the whole nine yards and then seeing you you know give back like you are you know coming back up into our neck of the woods all right it's 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 amazing man and my hats are off to you um you know my i was talking to my brother on the way here and he qualified first for a few super crosses and and uh and so on and he would have qualified for uh i think it was minneapolis but isaiah johnson took him out so that's that's his claim Uh. to fame but um (laughs) no you know it's uh, as as i was talking to him on my way up up here he he was like i'm like yeah and they're you know biting's gonna call in and he's like dude that guy is nuts he's he's i'm i'm 41 my brother's 38 and he's like he's in between us and can you imagine us still trying to do that kind of stuff i'm like no way so dude you're an animal yeah, I literally, I, I literally asked my dad this last week. I'm all, Dad, what is wrong with me? I'm <laughs> all, talk to me, pops. Like, what's going on? Like, it's I, I don't get it. Like, I, like, you know, obviously I've cra- crashed a bunch and I feel old and I have my days I'm like, all right, I need to like call it. And then I go ride and I feel like I'm 25 on the bike. So I'm, I don't get it. But does it so take you longer to re- run with it? Does it take you longer to recover, Matt? I'm not. I'm, yeah, I'm not too bad. I mean. Uh, I was a little bit sore yesterday just because the the ramp to ramp I was jumping this weekend. It's it's the poppiest ramp to ramp in America. Like the thing just sends you way. It's a booter, and you just land like a sack of taters. So um, <laughs> I, I admit my back was sore yesterday, but I'm good today. Uh, I went to work. A sack of taters. That sounds kind of like a lot of the uh, tracks I grew up racing. We just every week we're like, "You gonna fix that track?" Mm. And I'm not gonna name any names, but uh, yeah. I I hear you, Matt. That's uh. So the ramp you're bringing up now, you said is is it your ramp or or is it one that you had in Texas? Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Kenny Bartram and I are uh, partners on this. We bought this ramp together. We do a lot of uh, rodeos and other events. So um, we are actually yeah. I'll come to there and I'm bringing the ramp to Kenny in Nashville on on Sunday after the races. I got to leave and I got to bring the ramps to Nashville. Uh, yeah, Bartram's going to pick them up go to georgia and he's doing a badass stunt with a skydiver where he jumps the ramp and the skydiver goes under him oh wow like so that and then he's going to bring him back up to knoxville tennessee like it's huntsville just north of there and we're doing a demo for nitro circus so yeah no we're wait a minute uh, so wait a minute so a skydiver's going under him how do you get the beans above the frank how do you do that <laughs> what's going on there hey it's all about committing, bro. You're, you're from Moto. You know how to commit. <laughs> no, how's the skydiver get underneath him? I don't get it. So uh, I didn't know about this. Kenny was explaining to me this. I'm like, you're going to do what? So Kenny's been uh, living in Louise, uh, New Orleans, and uh, down there in Louisiana and doing stunt, a lot of stunt work for movies. Like He was one of the motorcycle riders in the new Jumanji movie. So 
um, he's, I don't know, he, he's linked up with this uh, skydiving stunt man, and apparently, I never knew this, but skydivers will come and they'll skim the ground, he said, like up to 300 feet. Oh, yeah, and yeah. Then, you know, okay. then, those like, are those square shoots. The uh, yeah, performance the, the shoots. Yeah. Outfits. yeah, so the so I guess Kenny's going to jump and flip, and then the guy's going to go under him. So I'm like, all right, you do what you got to do. Here's the ramp. So. But will there be fire or fireworks? <laughs> I have no idea, but um, I mean, we'll have fireworks might Saturday. As well do that. We, if, Hell if, yeah. I'll tell you what, I will climb the ramp. So when he his he leaves the, uh, the the lip of the ramp, I will set off a couple bottle rockets. I'm just saying. Yeah. Big, that's kind of All a right. big deal, Scott. Wow. I'm, I'm just saying. I got a story oh. for you, Matt, real quick. Um, What's going on? When I was a teenager, I got a job jumping dirt bikes for the Toyota Hollywood Stunt Show out on the East Coast. Have you heard of this? Uh, no. Okay. It was a precision driving show that was sponsored by Toyota. And to spice it up, they put a couple dirt bikes in the show. But they ab- this is in 1996 or 7, I think. They absolutely did not want any freestyle because that didn't that wasn't the, which was good because I didn't I couldn't do any. Um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> they they didn't want any freestyle in the show because that's not what it was. They didn't want to detract from the precision something I don't know what what it, they didn't want them long hairs. It wasn't the Joey Chitwood show is what you're saying. It was owned by the Joey Chitwood show. It was? Yes, it was. It was a subsidiary of that at one point. And so um, Charlie Belknap or or whatever bought it off of Joey Chitwood from what I understand. So so I got this job. It was in Cycle News. And uh, I would just come back from from living at the Sand Dunes for a winter doing big jumps with with uh sink mars and all these guys these are well in, these guys in are california little, in california yeah so i was i was jumping big stuff i had a big video this video that we'd made of me jumping all these sand dunes really big jumps and stuff and so i saw the ad i called the guy i said let me send you my resume i sent a video of, of me doing you know two mile wheelie two mile and mile long wheelies and and huge jumps and whatever and i said he said you're hired so he gets me over there and um it's 130 foot to 140 foot jumps from ramp to flat landing wow and (laughs) who convinced you that was a good idea i went through so many front wheels it was horrible ibuprofen sponsor (laughs) it was no i was 19 i mean it was like i it was it was uh yeah, I should have been sore, but I wasn't. But it was it was an awesome time. But um, I don't know why I, the, the ramp story. Yeah, so I get it with the ramp thing. It's it's uh, if it's done correctly, I would imagine it's not very taxing on the body at all. Yeah, no. It, uh, actually, you know, that's the only thing that I like about the air fork. It uh, made because I had Yamaha two stroke, so it, it was like my wrists were always sore after riding ramp to ramp. But with the Air Force, my wrists aren't sore anymore, but... Really? The flip, like, it left like a... It, there, it left like a funk off the top of the ramp when you would flip. Like, because I guess the, the middle of the stroke's like weird on Air Force. So I just stiffened them way up and it kind of got rid of it and, and I just adapted to it. But for a while there, when I went to the 450, it was a bit weird for, for a minute. But yeah, it's uh, a little bit different, but... 
I'm like an air fork. I'm not as sore. It's helping me that way on the landing. <laughs> well, Bud, we're looking forward to seeing you. It's this weekend, of course, Riverside Raceway, just south of the uh, the town of Winterset, and that is the birthplace of one John Wayne. And you can't get any more American than Matt Biden and John Wayne. Matt, thanks yeah. for the time, man. I'm looking forward to seeing you and uh, your jump. Really appreciate it, guys. Thank you for having me. I'm going to apologize to you in advance though if i hit you with any of the fireworks it won't because i was aiming for you it's all right they, they make doctors they'll put me back together okay <laughs> matt biden we'll take quick time out back with our in-studio guest as well to wrap up our number two that's dustin peterson for tony wink and uh, jack and leanne de leon i'm scott casper stay tuned this portion of our show brought to you by fly racing look for your pictures on the fly wall oh you're saying you haven't put them in yet all you got to do is submit them. They select it. They put them up on the fly wall, and all your friends can check it out as well. Flyracing.com. Hey, it's Chad Reed with Monster Energy Yamaha 360 Fly Chaparral Motorsport. With a tremendous amount of horsepower and torque created by modern dirt bikes, today's racewear must withstand tremendous forces. It must breathe well, be lightweight and protective, yet still durable. Fly Racing created its Evolution 2.0 racewear to fulfill these requirements. Evolution 2.0 features the industry's first BOA closure system race pant designed to provide custom comfort, smooth, even closure, no pressure points, and simple one-handed adjustment. Add to that the Evolution 2.0 ProFit Advanced Ventilation Jersey and Premium Race Glove, and you have Generation Next racewear, built to withstand the extreme conditions created by the modern dirt bike. For more information, visit flyracing.com. It's much more than a piston company. Wiseco now offers a full line of quality performance products, including forged pistons, precision forged clutch baskets and hubs, crankshafts, camshafts, forged connecting rods and valves. At Wiseco, we offer accessories for just about any motorcycle, ATV, snowmobile, personal watercraft, outboard marine engine, or automobile on the market today. After 70 years in the business, Wiseco has established a great reputation as a brand that can be trusted to deliver high quality performance products for power sports enthusiasts and professionals wiseco america's motor racing talk show pit pass motor racing weekly comes your way each sunday morning from 8 to 10 right here on des moines sports station 1460 kxno this is 1460 kxno if you're passionate about riding motorcycles both off-road and on, check out the full line of Yamaha Dual Sports at Hicklin Power Sports. The Yamaha TW200 features Yamaha's famous reliability, electric start, an ultra-low seat, and comfortable fat tires, making it one of the industry's simplest to ride motorcycles. The Yamaha XT250 offers the same ultra-dependable, user-friendly performance, but in a more versatile, powerful, and lighter weight package. And for riders who like to take their fun off-road more than on, there's the high performance enduro-derived Yamaha WR250R, featuring long travel suspension and advanced high-end design. Whatever your budget or riding style, Yamaha has a dual sport model that's right for you. For more, visit YamahaMotorsports.com today. Then visit Hicklin Power Sports and Grimes to see the new 2017 models from Yamaha, the first name in dual sports. Dress properly for your ride with a helmet, eye protection, long sleeves, long pants, gloves, and boots. Do not drink and ride. It's illegal and dangerous. Time out. Drink Swell Vodka, proudly and carefully distilled and filtered in Iowa. Find Swell Vodka in fine stores, restaurants, and bars near you. Like Swell on Facebook. Hey, this is Colin Edwards. You're listening to Pit Pass Radio. Well, there's a good one. Colin Edwards saying, uh, what's up? Shout out. 
Uh, what's your favorite promo, Jack, uh, that, that you have? Tony, do you got a favorite one? I, I like McGrath. I like uh, Patterson, of course. Brian Deegan. Brian Deegan, the Metal Militia, that's what's up. I would say Geraldo Farachi. Oh, that is a good one. Yeah, that's a good one, yeah. I talked to him just like two like two months ago. No, you didn't either. Yes, I did. No, you didn't. Hello. I did. Anyway, I had the last say on that. Dustin Peterson in studio out of Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Just driving through, stopped at uh, Tony's track today and knocked on the door, and Tony says, oh, God, not another promoter. And uh, he, <laughs> Midwest Supercross is the name of your event. Comes up what November twenty third? Yeah, Thanksgiving weekend this year. What kind of uh, what kind of lineup do you have as far as because uh, it's a different kind of show? Let's face it, you have booths. You've got like a, a big boy toy uh, uh, type uh, display. People can go in there and purchase stuff. Uh, what's the makeup of of your uh, the show area, not the race area, but the show area? Well, um, we were starting to see a need. Uh, this would be our 17th year actually running this race. Uh, we saw a big need for more booth space because we had so many more supporters. Right. And Tony can confirm this. Anytime you're a promoter uh-huh. and you got people that want to come spend money with you and put a booth in, yeah. you adjust. So, you make it happen. So what you're saying is you're going to take that money. We're going to try. You know, <laughs> we're going to do our best. And then we, But we put a lot back into our show, too. So. Sure. We, uh, yeah, we have literally, we have a big boy toy show that we have underneath the same roof of our races. That's crazy. Yeah. 15,000 square feet of booth space that we have. And then right next door is an indoor racetrack. So we try to appeal to everybody. We always do it Thanksgiving weekend. Um, we moved our show from Brookings to Sioux Falls to kind of hook some of those guys that, well, I can't go. My wife wants to go shopping Mm. and it's like, Hey, come down to the races, look at some cool stuff, drop her off at the mall and, and, you know, come spend the day with us. Or in my case, the casino, drop her off at the casino. There you go. There you go. There's a couple real close to us. So, um, you know, we, uh, yeah, we haul in all roughly about 300 truckloads of dirt and we spend all week there. It's kind of my, uh, my brother and, and my, uh, vacation through the, uh, through the winter so when when you when you're done with the races uh to lessen your cost i would imagine you just kind of sneak out the back door leave the dirt in place well we try but mm-hmm. uh <laughs> unfortunately our contract has us hooked but you know it's crazy our uh, our events family run uh, my dad had this crazy idea to start this you know years ago 17 years ago to be exact and it. uh um we kind of built it up from there so now kind of me and my brother on the front lines um our wives are a big part of it my, my wife scores and that's the best yeah it's it's awesome i now, mean are you coming down to to see tony and the kids in uh in winterset this weekend at riverside raceway well that's what we're trying to do i i've already texted my wife and and she's going to be listening to this podcast too so she'll know what's that her first name her name is megan 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 please on please, behalf Megan. of Dustin, Please. know that we're all counting on you, and good luck out there. So, we're going to need you and Megan to bring your 600 closest friends yeah. and down. And a big pot of chili. And a pot <laughs> chili. <laughs> mm, I just love chili at a racetrack for some reason. I would rather have that than, say, a hot dog. So I lost my, my number one uh, mower, Clayton to uh, george the chili king and boy he took a job at george waiting is tables. that right yeah he's waiting tables at george chili king he set a mowing for me give him the date give him the location and all of that winterset iowa riverside raceway just south of town on highway 169 it's this saturday and sunday may 18th and 19th we're gonna have uh stuff there till dark we have fireworks and uh, it's 10 bucks a day and some it. jumping with matt Biden. yeah and some good racing justin brayton will be racing damon bradshaw 
Danny Stevenson. It's uh, Cody it's, Gilmore will be there. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Chad Pedersen. Hey, thanks for listening. This portion of our show brought to you by our friends at Hicklin Power Sports in Grimes, Iowa. See their friendly staff there or find them online at hicklinpowersports.com. The best in Yamaha, Sea-Doo, Can-Am, Beta, KTM, and Polaris all under one roof. It's Hicklin Power Sports. Look for them online, hicklinpowersports.com. For Tony Wink, Ed Camp, P.J. Duran, Jack and Leanne DeLeon, Chris Bishop, and Tommy Boy Halverson. This is Scott Casper speaking. We'll talk to you again next week. It'll be a different kind of show. We hope you'll enjoy it. May I have your attention, please? Excuse me. Are you listening to me? Thank you. The preceding was an exclusive presentation of Pit Pass Motor Racing Weekly, a division of Pit Pass Radio LC. Any use of this copyrighted material without the express written consent of Pit Pass Radio LC is strictly prohibited. I'm a grown-up. Me too. Yep, me too. But you know, these days, being a grown-up can really suck. Luckily, we're grown-ups who grew up in the coolest generation. We had video arcades. And also some of the best TV and movies ever made. We lived the origin of awesome consumer electronics. The list goes on and on. Yep, Generation X. Exactly. And we're Gen X Grown-Up. Every week, the Gen X Grown-Up podcast explores media, tech, toys, games, and more from both yesterday and today. Through the eyes of Generation Xers who absolutely love that stuff. You can find us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Or find us on our website, genxgrownup.com. Alright, I think that was good enough? I, I hope so, man. I'm tired. <laughs> who listens to a promo on a podcast and then goes and listens to a different podcast? Right. I, I, I've never done it. <laughs> <laughs> no. Right.